Hey, I'm Kyron. And this is Joel. And this week on the Dialogue Options Podcast, we settle it in Smash. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? I'm sweating, Joel. I'm sweating. You're sweating? I'm actually doing pretty good here. It's been pretty nice here. Um, Well, I'm happy for you. I got home from work, and I was sweating, and I haven't had a chance to really cool off since, so it's been been sweaty. No, fair enough. I mean, I think I did. I, I did my time on uh, on Friday. I went to went to a music festival. Went to Good Things in Melbourne. Nice. Yeah, the very first one, which was the, the festival was honestly probably one of the best festivals I've like and best organized festivals I've ever been to. Um, it was it was four stages. They were separated. It was the best setup of the showgrounds I've ever seen. Uh, of oh, sorry, of Flemington Racecourse I've ever seen for a festival. Um. My only disappointment was that I didn't get a baby metal shirt uh, because rookie they... mistake, Joel. No, no, they sold out, Kyron. I mean, you should have gone there immediately, Joel. I wanted to, but I didn't have my ticket. My boss had my ticket, and they were all oh, pre-drinking, no. so I had to go there and do that when I didn't oh. really care about that, and I just wanted a baby metal shirt. And by the time we got there, which wasn't all that late, we got there at like one one thirty, and the, the the gates opened at eleven thirty. And like, yeah, I like lined up and got to the front. And as I got to the front, I heard one of the guys at the at the merch store just being like, "Yeah, when the gates opened, people ran here, like, and bought it all." And it sucks because the shirts were really fucking cool as well. I mean, I guess they didn't bring many because they they, they maybe they didn't think they were going to be popular. But to uh, be to be clearly fair, they were wrong. Well, to be fair, a lot of the merch in general, like the good thing stuff, sold out really quickly. I think they just made it. They didn't have a whole lot. Uh, which is fine. Like that makes sense. It's better to have not enough and sell out, and then that way you don't have to lag a whole bunch of shit home and try and get rid of it somehow um, for the organisers. But yeah, but I mean, look, that aside, um, and the weather, which is why I'm sort of I, like I said, I did my time. Uh, I am pe- a little bit peely on my forehead, <laughs> uh, a little bit moment. crispy, a little bit crispy. Yeah, very a little bit dry. Um, cause it, it was fucking hot. Um, it was, yeah, Friday was a scorcher. Yeah. 38 degrees. And I was out in the middle of the open sun. Um, jeez. Did they, I mean, I tell you what, I, did they have the, um, like the hoses and stuff out? Oh yeah. They had hoses. They had water Excellent. taps. Like they had like extra water places to get. And you never had to wait for like, to get to the water bubble taps and stuff like that. They had hoses at the front of every stage that the, the crowd controls were spraying people down nice. with. They had oh, the yeah, missing... I was going to say, because yep. my fondest, some of my fondest big day out memories are from being in the in the mosh pits and just watching the, the hose come your way. You're like, yes, come on, spray me down. I need it. Yep. 
Yep. Now, I copped a few of those, and they were they nice. were glorious. Uh, the Misting 10 as well was there. That oh, was yeah. very popular. Nice. So, like I said, it was one, and they had so much food. Like, there was so many different food trucks uh, and not much line. I had fucking raclette, which if you're don't, not sure about what raclette is, it's like the melted cheese onto potatoes and meat. And it was just, I've had it before. I mean, it sounds, it, like, I, it sounds like bliss. It was, it was. And I've had it that exact the, the place that made it, I've had them the, the before when I went to a, a food truck festival and I saw it there and I'm like, well, there's my lunch. <laughs> um, Lock it in. Yeah, it was great. But uh, but I did get to see Baby Metal, finally. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Kyron, they need to get the fuck back here and do a full stadium tour because I will buy so many tickets and take be, so many people. But you only, you only need one. No, I'll bring everyone. Be like, come, come see Baby Metal. Because, like, all my friends that I went with, like, apart from, because I did catch up with uh, with Cotter and Lauren and, and Josh from the, uh, well, you know, currently some of them still there, but others not so much, uh, uh, point and click crew. Um, I hung out with Cotter and, and Lauren while we watched Baby Metal together. That was really good. Managed nice. to find them in the crowd. Nice. Um, saw the Smith Street Band with Josh, which was really great. Um but yeah, like it, baby metal were just on point. Like so, so fucking cool to see them live on stage. Um, forty-five minutes was not long enough for me to soak them up. Um, but yeah, good times. Even if I am a bit crispy now, worth um, it. Nothing yeah. like a, a summer festival. Absolutely, yeah. And it's been a while since I've it's been. It's been to a one. long while since mm. we've had one. I think I think the last one I went to was probably the last set, like not not the last last sound wave, but like the one that that uh, we all went to, the one with Metallica and oh and yeah, too. When Metallica were like, "What if we just kept playing forever?" <laughs> and you you were like, "No, can we go home?" <laughs> I was just up against a fence, going, "Look, you're fine, but I want to leave." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I cannot. <laughs> yep. Uh, at least the Offspring they played an hour and a half set, and they were at like like five to ten. They were like, "We're done. See ya." I mean, at that stage where Offspring played was probably my favorite stage that entire weekend. Actually, yeah, true. That yeah. was like the retro stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did. I saw them again on Friday. Oh, so okay, nice. They were the headliners and they played their very first album in full and then did like half oh, an hour of the classics. Wow. Yeah, it was it's really good. Mm, it was really, really good. So nice. going to hear self-esteem live, which was really good. Um, and yeah, they they still have it. It's fucking bizarre. I don't know what, like, they look old, but, like, when at least thing, I can't remember his name, but opens his mouth, it was just like, oh, you're the same. It, <laughs> you, have, you, sound, you have not changed. You sound the fucking same. And they were as tight as ever, like, as a band. Good times. Um, but what about you, Kyron? What, what have you What have you been up to? Have you done anything Honestly, exciting? I, I've had a pretty quiet uh, weekend and week, as it were. Like, again, just so much work. Uh, it, was a, it was a stinking hot week, like... Not really weekend because the Saturday night actually came in pretty cool, so I was out yes. having some some casual drinks that night. But uh, then there was that awesome storm that rolled through on Sunday, which just sort of yeah. maintained most of the day. Which two thumbs up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I've been working, and since it dropped on Friday, playing a lot, a lot of Smash. <laughs> like yes, a lot of yep. Smash. Yep. I haven't played as much as I'd like to. Um, I mean, you had uh, things on. Like, I, the only reason I played this much is, like, because I didn't really get to play it Friday, Saturday because of work. But when it rolled around to Sunday, I'm like, I've got nothing on today. I am 
only playing Smash and no yep. one will stop me because I, if I have to leave the lounge room, I can just pick my Switch up and go. <laughs> yep, true. Um, well, look, let's not delay it any longer. Let's 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 jump right into it. And uh, I think we should uh, talk a little bit more about Smash as we check in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we report back on our, our uh, adventures over the week. And uh, tell wonderful stories and tales from our our time with with the Vigi games. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Kyron, there's been pretty much one game that we've been playing. It's, it's just been Smash. Like we've just traded one game out for another, and we're just like I, that now. Speaking of that, it, it, I must say it is a nice chaser to follow up. What essentially was a game I played all month, following an intense, deep, twisting, like twisted, turning narrative. Just be like, what if you just beat people up? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yep. yeah, I need this right now. Yeah, it was really good. I'll, I'll take it. I had a similar thing as well. I, I I did play something else this week, but I haven't really played it. I, I've probably played about as much as I've played Smash, but um, actually I played Smash a bit more, but I did start Fire Cry 5 this week as well. Um, nice, and now you know how it ends thanks to the Game Awards. So that's good. <sighs> I do. Yep, cool. Um, That's fine. And I think it's been, I've had trouble going back to it since then, but... um. I, it's good, but I'll, I'll talk about that another time. But yeah, same deal though. Um, having that, like going from uh, Wild West, you know, very, very, very serious and very, very somber storyline to um, kind of in like modern day West in the South and like country Western music. And, but also I just get to blow people up and I have a dog as my best friend that gets to follow me around and like I can go and time to attack people. That's fun too. So, but uh, but then yeah, Smash coming out on Friday was just uh, I think yeah, you're you're 100 right. A great palate cleanser. Um, just like the the biggest possible celebration of video games just absolutely. dropped out onto everyone's lap on Friday, and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Now we're going to mention Smash a couple of times this week, Karen. But here we are. Oh, I've got to contain myself. I've got to contain myself. We'll get to that. But. Uh, the game itself, Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, dropped on Friday. We both have it, obviously, and we both, I, I guess, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not ashamed to say it. We both love it. Oh yeah, like it's Smash. I mean, we, we as I say, we basically we have a long history with Smash. Mm. Uh, we've talked about it, the older games, on numerous occasions. We talked about playing it at PAX like a mm-hmm. month or so ago. Yep. So I mean, it shouldn't really come as a surprise to anyone that we are all about it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the the game of our friendship group. It's like this and Overwatch, basically. I like what we've bonded over, I think. But Overwatch was sort of like a at a time when we sort of didn't have anything else like that because Smash wasn't really viable at that time. Yeah, man. Booting up for Wii U was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And look, it was great having Smash on 3DS, but it never, never hit the spot for me. And I no. think it was larger down to playing it on the 3DS wasn't how we wanted to play Smash. Of course. Uh, so Overwatch did a very good job of filling the gap of getting us all together, playing a multiplayer game. Uh, and the other reason I think that also sort of worked is because you can play Overwatch online with success, whereas yeah. beating up, booting up on it, like even Smash Wii U, like it's online wasn't great from, from the moments I did play it online. So it wasn't yeah. really a thing we could pursue. No, no, not at all. Um, but I, I think, yeah, 
if you're new to listening to the show as well, it was probably in our very, very, very early episodes where we talk about um, Smash Brothers sort of being like, for me personally as well, like I, I want to say like 75 to 80% of my favorite gaming memories with my friends um, are from Smash Brothers, like it, from it a was, Smash Brothers game. It was almost at, at, when we were when we were younger and had more free time and... Mm-hmm. lived within like five minutes of each other yeah it was like a weekly thing we would have new yeah. we could we basically created new weekly moments in smash it would be like man remember when this happened yep. and yeah so to have a new one of those on the switch like very early on in its life cycle is just exciting absolutely absolutely and then like that alone is exciting enough and then you see the game itself and it running super smooth as smooth as it's ever run and with the roster that it's got it's um it's pretty insane and yeah like i i've only played i've only been really playing the adventure mode so far i haven't had a chance to play any online i think i did one century smash because i felt like flipping people off the the map willy-nilly so take back uh, me's yeah got there got pulled out samus and then just went to town with everyone so that was fun um but yeah i guess I, for my experiences for at least this week are going to be centered around the uh the adventure mode in world of light i mean so i've got some other things i will bring up but i think it's on it's, it's, no, it's like world of light is what i've mostly been playing mm-hmm. and i think it is the the most significant new feature in the game. So it sort of makes sense to hone in on that first and sort of, yeah. we can talk about what it means and how it's sort of made some aspects of this smash game into a weird hybrid RPG of sorts. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of people weren't super keen on when it got announced. No, we, very, I mean, very we were, we were among it. Like when that yeah. direct happened, they spent a good 15 minutes on spirits and we were just like, why? So there's stickers with stats. Okay, cool. And they um, basically replace trophies. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And look, yeah, they are stickers with stats. But, I mean, going into, like, this world of light mode and and seeing the different types of events. Because, like, like like you were saying before we started recording, this is essentially like an endless event mode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But the way that the, the events are structured are based around collecting a spirit, which is essentially, like I said, a sticker with, a, with stats. Um, from a, a completely different, like some random game, and it could be anything. Like, and there's I'll been tell some you what, wild card shit. It, it goes deep. Yeah, like, yeah. Not really. I mean, I'll just I'll just throw out a weird like wild card one. I didn't think would ever happen. I got a spirit. You probably, you probably even haven't even heard of the game. Uh, I played it back on Wii. Mm-hmm. It's a, there was a spirit. It was actually two from two different games. Both that came out on Wii. Uh, one was from a game called The Last Story, which I really liked. It was a Mistwalker RPG RPG that came out late in the Wii's life cycle. It was a part of the infamous Operation Rainfall trio. Right. Which was, yeah, Last Story, uh, Pandora's Tower, and the the uh, popular now, the very popular Xenoblade Chronicles. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, I remembered The Last Story. And then I got sad because we didn't get a sequel. Mistwalker mostly makes mobile games now. And right. the other one that I didn't see coming was a sticker from Disaster Day of Crisis. Oh. Do you remember that game, Joel? Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's a sticker from that, and I'm like, what? 
I, I got one from the, and it took me a little while to realize, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this, this is the game it's from, but from, um, do you remember that DS game about being stuck on an island? And it had yes, like, the I, girl with the orange yes. top? Yep. I know yeah. what you mean. I, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. And I was like, Ashley Mizaku. And I'm like, she looks familiar. And then I saw it for a second time and I was like, is that that weird DS game? Because I remember playing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, is that that weird DS game? And yeah, sure enough, it is. Yeah. Like the spirits, like having, like, I miss trophies. I'll, I mean, obviously, I I get why they didn't bring them back because, boy, so much time spent rendering 3D models for things that you wouldn't even really look at yeah. and writing descriptions that then had to be, like, localized into a bunch of different languages. Mm-hmm. Probably not worth it. But I do miss them. Having said that, because the spirits are just like they are just JPEGs essentially. Yeah. Uh, the, there's some like deep cuts as far as like throwback games go, and like weird little games that I that I know I played or like read about, and was just like, whoa, that takes me back, like right back. Yeah, I think I like you said the trophies were, were obviously a fun part, and they were cool to see them in that 3D render. But, like, the fact that, again, like you said, that they're going so deep on some yeah. of these games is you, you get to, like, an event and you, you load it up and it's like, oh, it's this person. You're like, oh, shit, I haven't thought about that game in years. Like, yeah, some random game that you saw a trailer for once or that your your friend had a copy of randomly that you played yeah. only when you went to their house. Like, And there's also some, thanks to, again, thanks to to how stickers, how the spirits work and how easy they are to integrate, I guess. There's a lot of third-party ones that I was just like, whoa, never thought I'd see that character in this game, but here we are. Yep. Even if it's yeah. just like, a again, a JPEG, I'm like, that's cool. That is a cool thing to see in this game. It's like, truly, it, it just is a celebration of video games. Um, and Look, it, it really is. And, and that goes into the actual fights themselves within World of Light. So, like, the spirits, you, you'll go, you'll get to, a, like, a, a, a fight and you'll load it up and it'll be like, it's this person. And it'll be someone like not from the game, basically. Like, um I had the, I had one with uh with the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3. Did you do that? Did you finish it? I wait, I think right. I did do that one. I need to go back and do it because like the characters I... I had unlocked at the time, I was just I just got trashed. Yeah, I can't remember. It's Zeros of Samus, like isn't it? Yeah, actually, no, I haven't done that one. And she it's a, destroyed it's, me. It's a poison floor as well. Yes, that's why I couldn't do it, but I've since then gotten many spirits that negate that. But now I'm still just scared. Yeah, oh yeah. But Kyron, that music... Anyway, we'll get to that. I know, that um, music's so good. Oh, it's a fucking great version of that song. But, um, so but yeah. It's even more James Bondy than the original version. It's and like I the action it. version. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so, like, you load it up, and it'll be like, yeah, it's the boss from Elgia Solid 3, and it'll have a picture of that spirit as, like, the sticker, essentially. And then it'll be, like, the character that you're fighting with certain conditions that sort of relate it to that character. So, in this instance, it was Zero Suit Samus. Um, after a period of time, her defense went up, and also you were fighting on, like, a poison floor. Yeah. Um, and I really like the, the, the attention to detail that they put into making sure they pick the right stage within their boundaries and the right conditions to these fights that make them feel almost the same, you know? I had one recently, which I... It it both made me 
like happy because I was like, oh yeah, that's like again, it's a very cool way of sort of leaning into making this this encounter feel like blank. But mm-hmm. also, I don't want anything to recognize or to go <laughs> canonize too much that Ridley evolved from like a little bird thing. But oh. there is a fight where you do a you do a, it's basically for the little birdie spirit, and you fight against a Ridley. And basically, the conditions are it's like he's he starts tiny. Then he gets bigger, and then he gets giant. I'm like, okay, I get it. That's really cool. But also, please, can we forget this? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cease this. It's uh, yeah. There's there's some pretty buckwild ones in there, but um, I was trying to think. I just have one that I oh the the one that I I don't know if I've done it yet actually. Uh, it was uh, Pauline f- from um oh, from like OG God. Donkey Kong. So and it's I, on. The- I, tried it and then oh. couldn't do it and i ran so far away it's because it's on the worst stage in the game no one wanted 75 m back no it's one wanted it. such a bad stage because it is you not know, I, fun that stage is back and i was just like oh great so and like i get it it's a big stage and you know eight player smash needs a lot of good stages and that's i get that's also why a couple of other stages i hate came back but i didn't want new pork city i didn't want the great cave offensive <laughs> I like New Pork City. No, Great Cave Offensive is too big, but I like it's New Pork City. It's way too big. Again, like uh, I did a a spirit fight on that on my on and handheld mode, and I was oh. just like, "Can we all just like bunch up?" Because I cannot see anything. Everybody, meet me in the top left, please. <laughs> For and the stand love of under God. that lava roof. I'm just going to spam up smashes until yep. you all die. Yep. Um. But yeah, I re- I really like that 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 attention to detail that they put in there. It does. I mean, we knew that there was going to be that attention to detail with every aspect of this game because Sakurai cares, probably a little too much. I think. Oh, like it goes deeper. Wait till wait till we talk about. I'm going to talk a bit about classic mode later. Okay, like, the attention to detail goes deeper than you think. <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't touched classic mode yet. I'm, oh, I'm, oh boy. I'm gonna get into that, but yeah. um. Uh, but yeah, like I said, all I've done is, is the world of light stuff, really. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it, and it doesn't really stop there because basically, so you beat the fight and you get the spirit, and essentially you, you start building up a huge collection of spirits. I think I've got like five hundred now. Oh yeah, and uh, they basically act like equipment for your character, so yes. you can you can switch out things to if you like. So each each spirit's got a type, has the weapon triangle, of course. It hasn't failed us yet, I guess. Yep, Nintendo uh, are like quadrupling down on that. Uh, yeah, it's a, I guess the, rock, the old rock paper scissors. Uh, yeah, it, it still works. I mean, it's pretty easy to explain, and it works well it in really like, is. this sort of situation where you're trying to get across a lot of information in one yeah. go. It does make sense to simplify it down into that. Absolutely, but uh, so and again, a lot of those spirit. So those are your primary spirits that have like an, a type, and they'll have like defense and attack power, and sometimes they'll have like abilities. Like for example, I'm trying to make a good one. I've got one for Omega Ridley. And he, the spirit ability is basically he makes you really heavy, and I was like, cool, yeah, you know, yeah. And like, there's a, they have a, just, just an insane variety of things, and sometimes they might have nothing. Some um, of them are character specific as well. Yeah, yes, that too. And so some there's... of them can also evolve when they hit level ninety nine. Yes, which is really neat. Um, yeah, I, I like, and you've got primary and and support ones as well. Yeah, so, so supports are where a lot of the. The finer abilities come from, like, for example, we talked about the boss encounter with the mm-hmm. poison floor. You can get a spirit that will negate that. Yes. And, yeah, it's 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 really... Man, I like opening up that spirit, like, the menu, 
and going, okay, what do we got? And then going to my spirits, like my team management and hitting autofill and then oh, just, yeah. then fine tuning from there. It's like, what do you think game? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm going to swap out this one for this one and this one for that. And it's just, it's just complicated enough. But yeah, I do also love as an autofill option. Yes. So you could get, you could get super into the weeds with this and you can save oh, yeah. up to like 99 different like teams essentially. Yes. Um, I've not done that. I've favorited oh. a couple because they're ones that I go back to and I'm like, I've started favoriting ones that I use a lot for specific characters. I have a really good one I've got right now. It's of a green element. It's uh, Skull Kid with Majora's Mask. Oh, I think cool. it's, an, it's an enhanced spirit. It evolved from like regular Skull Kid, but its ability is lifesteal. And if anything that has oh. lifesteal, I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> Give me here. I keep you forever. <laughs> well, because does that work in like stamina battles as well? I'm pretty sure it does, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Because, yeah, there are stamina battles that change instead of having the damage percentage going up and then the higher percentage you are, the more you get flown off the map. So classic Smash. Um, there, It's like this is like a health bar, essentially. You've got a yeah. set amount of hit points. and It's like a that, classic fighting game. Yeah. Once they hit zero, you're, you're done. The, the best spirit I've got at the moment is my final Smash meter charges a lot quicker. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. That one's super helpful because... I have- I have one that basically gives me, like, when I get a Final Smash, I get two Final Smashes. Oh, that would be very handy. It's very useful. Um, but, yeah, I I quite like it. Just, like, sitting down for a couple of hours and just plugging away at stuff, um, listening to the different music from different stages as oh, well. Oh, God, it's so good. This, oh, boy. Oh, Nintendo, I don't care how much you charge. I will buy the soundtrack to this game. It is perfect <laughs> could you imagine how much it would cost nintendo it would cost so much like the licensing would be insane just bananas like oh but yeah i've mentioned before that that version of snake eater is so fucking good like it's so I almost wish we could, like some of the new remixes in this game mm-hmm. like there's a new remix uh for versus ridley right and it's so basically it's man to describe it in the best way possible is it it is essentially the, the old verse ridley theme but it's just really wonderfully weaved in the theme of samus aran and it's just yeah perfect i'm like I, how has no one like has this been done before if not why not it's so good i love the the mega man theme that with the rock yes. version of that that guitar is just so good is that it's so good yeah like i Man, I love the soundtrack to this game. And yep. again, just part of it being a huge celebration of video games, unless you're Square Enix, who are party poopers. <laughs> For now. For oh, now. Yeah. We'll get our Dragon Quest character next year. Uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be a Dragon Quest character. It's not yeah. going to be Sora. Yeah. No, it's fine. Hey, it's not gonna, Kyron. I'm sorry. I'm Kyron. sorry. Kyron. We'll get <laughs> to it later, but anything <laughs> is possible now. I don't think so. It's possible. If you we'll, believe we'll get to in your dreams, um, but yeah, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I mean, again, like we said at the top, we both knew going into this. You, if you've listened to the show, you knew us going into talking about this game that we were going to like was. it. Exactly. We, we were never going to be like, oh man, Smash sucks. Even with like looking back on things like uh, like um, Smash Brawl, like I still enjoy that game because that's the game where I actually started to pick up the mechanics and start to learn how to play a bit better. Um, so that by the time we oh. rolled around in this one, I'm like, yeah, all right, I feel good. 
speaking of which, this game without it doesn't it doesn't pander to to melee, but it just feels the game speed feels really good. Like yes. it's not like man, I I get it. I get that people will enjoy brawl. I it was so slow and floaty. I just mm-hmm. didn't. I couldn't get into it. Wii U was better. Wii U was a bit quicker, but I this one is Wii U was really my favorite. Fast. Wii U yeah, was I, my favorite until this one, obviously. Yeah, um, I would say it's, I think Melee was still my favorite, but this one is now. I think I'm sorry. Like I love Melee, but this is really good. Yep, yeah, it's a good happy again. And I said this about Wii U when it came out. I remember saying it, but it is a happy medium between like Brawl and 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 Melee, which it's it it walks that line very very well. Um, I might have some bias here, but uh, another reason why, like again, it's so fast. A lot of the characters have been mixed up enough to a point where Joel, we we might finally live in an era where Roy is top tier. It might happen. The, the early whispers in the Smash community are that he is legit good, and that makes me excited, but also confused because I'm always used to being. A low tier. I'm like, yeah, look, it's me and Roy. He sucks. <laughs> you're always ready to be on the defensive when people bring yeah, up like, Roy. And no, you're like, oh, but hey, he's good. Oh, wait, you were saying no, he was good? Oh, uh, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been yeah, saying that for years. I always believed it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, uh, yeah, wow. Well, the game, yeah, mechanically, the game engine, all that game speed is really good. Mm-hmm. It's fun to play. It is fun to play. Uh, do you want to talk about newcomers? Like the, the, some of the newcomers? We've, we've had some, well, I've definitely had hands on time. I think with all of them now. I haven't. Who have I played as so far? I've definitely played with the Inklings and they are so far my favorites. I actually, I'm probably going to try and get even a little bit better with them and put them into my rotation. Um, I love the ink bomb. The ink bomb is so good, and I thought I'd hate having to refill my ink, but it's just fast enough that it doesn't feel like detrimental to me, like ha- having to stop playing the game for a second. I love their like their run animation where they turn to a squid. Oh yeah, their so animations good. are amazing, and like their up B recovery is so cool. Yeah, um, it's yeah, I I really like them, and right. I like the customization of them as well, like with the different outfits. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, there's, I, I like how... Again, I wish they did with more fires. The Yinklings are a specific example. I do enjoy when they've done that. Like, Village is the other one, I think. Uh, yes. Where, for each of the costumes, it's just like a different version of that character. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. It's yep. really cool. Yep, yep, yep. I've got the the one I use is the, the purple ink one with the, uh, the, the school uniform. The girl with the school uniform. Orange oh, yeah, hair, nice. I think. Yeah. And so that's my go-to at the moment. But yeah, I'm I'm that's who I'm playing with at the moment is the Inklings. Um, I'm not ashamed to say it, but I did beat play through a lot of World of Light because it was the only character that I was actually doing well with with our Me Sword Fighter. Uh, but I mean, Me Sword Fighter, pretty fucking good. I know there are a lot of sword users in the game that are much better, but at oh, that yeah. time, at that time, that's all I had access to, and it was good. They're like a cross B is um. Like, yeah, yeah, their left, right B is really, really effective on certain enemies. May I um, recommend a Fire Emblem Fighter to you? They're, they I can may... cater to, to any of your needs. I Look, I think I'm going to have to remove those because, like, they are, like, the Missile Fighter is essentially, a, a, like, a, a Fire Emblem character because they've got the counter and everything. Yep. I was trying to practice my counter. Um, 
but absolutely stunned that the sort like the side B for like the Marth and Roy characters, the the sword dance, actually very useful in this game and actually incredibly quick. Yes, like if you follow the the Marth combo like through to the to the down the like angle down B finisher where he like does like four or five jabs. You could almost like just try out shield break anyone who's just gonna like oh block it Jeez, like yeah. okay go on I dare you. <laughs> I've noticed that too that are, there are a lot of like not overly complex combinations that you can do like combos you can do to break shields. Shield yeah, breaking can... seems even more viable as a strategy. Yeah, which to... is good because like, mm. a lot of Smash Wii U from what I watched of it was a very defensive game, and I think I would assume that's part of trying to mix that up a bit. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, like in the the professional communities and things like that, there there obviously shield breaking would be a thing that would be oft used. But yeah, I, especially I, if you're heavy on the shield button. Of course, yeah. But like, I never really. I mean, I'm not very good at using my shield anyway. <laughs> the thing I need to practice, though, I need to I need to practice, and it's always something I've always been bad with, is practicing using grapple moves because I just I never use them. So that, that that was what shielding was basically good for. Like characters would run at you, like do dash attacks, and you could just basically throw up your shield. And whilst in shield, you can then grab out of it. Uh, it was like yeah. a it was like a go to strat, which is like shield grab and throw. Right. And I mean, it's still possible, but yeah, now that shields, it feels like shields breaking is a much more real threat. You've got to be careful. And again, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Rather than just standing there turtling, you've got to be more aware of what you're doing and how long you can actually afford to hold down that button. Absolutely. Um, but I think it's safe to say that we are both thoroughly, thoroughly enthralled. Yes. This, uh, before, we move, before we move on, Joel, I've got, to, I've got to talk to you about classic mode. Oh, yes, of course. Bring, hit me with classic mode. So in previous games, classic mode has sort of been like... Uh, they would randomly throw fighters at you. You do like five or six fights, do like a, a multi-man brawl sort of thing, and then a mm-hmm. boss. In this one, I said that the detail goes deeper. Every single character, so I, I'm not sure about the me fighters, but the rest of the cast has their own like classic lineup. Oh. And good God, Joel, they are all themed, essentially. That's like, for example, awesome. uh Wolf Swan sees him fight through fighters who got cut. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I I think I haven't tried it myself personally, but I think Cloud's one actually has him fighting a lot of vehicle based enemies because in the Final Fantasy Seven games there's a like Cloud gets motion sick. <laughs> oh, that's great. So like there's yeah, even in classic mode, the detail continues and like a lot of them are sort of themed and it's just cool. It's very cool. And it just it actually makes me want to play everyone's classic mode because previously you would just do it to get a trophy and you're like, cool, done, you know, yep. fight five random characters. But in this one, they, yeah, they all have a set like lineup and it's just like, I want to see what character they're going to throw at me and how it's relevant to the character I chose. It's And of course, the mural you can uncover as you go up the intensity is gorgeous. Right. Well, I think that the, the cool thing is as well that, like I said, before you just do it just for a trophy – and you'd only really do it with characters that you were comfortable with. Yeah, this exactly. game is really, really opens you up to going. All right, you would normally play as, I don't know, me sword fighter, for instance. Um, but I mean, it's, a, it's a good example because you've clearly like you've enjoyed playing as him, and, yeah. and like you wouldn't have gotten that out of Wii U, where it was like, why would you pick me sword fighter? It's very cool how it's done that. Exactly, because you know I had a very 
like specific specifications that I or I had a limited pool to choose from when I was playing World of Light, and I was like, well, I'll try out me Sword Fighter, I guess, because I don't want to be like like I'm not very good with. Kirby. I was using Kirby obviously to start off with. Cause you start with Kirby because he's yeah, and Soul Survivor. He, um, it makes sense. It and does, he, and he's a pretty like. He's a good character to start playing Smash on if this is your first Smash. Like, he's pretty simple to understand. Absolutely, yeah. Got a good recovery. His attacks are pretty pretty decent. Yeah, he hits, game especially, he hits he hard. Pretty yeah. Good. yeah. Hits hard when he needs to as well. Yeah. Um, and his final Smash is relatively easy to pull off as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I, I like I started playing Mii Soul Fighter, and I just, that's, that's who I use. I'd, like, stack um, sword damage uh, spirits and just, like, go in, like, Swords blazing, I guess. And, um, yeah, just do massive damage on those, which was fun. Uh, I, re- I really like when you've got a character you enjoy playing, so you try to you try to stack the spirits in your favor. And, it's, oh, yeah. again, it's just another testament to how surprisingly interesting the spirit mechanic is. Yeah. But, like, it seems to be, like, just sort of, I guess, wrapping up my other point. <laughs> but uh, the classic mode seems to be, like, it makes you want to go through and see each oh, of yeah. those fighters, like, lineage, essentially. Because um, Boy Joel, I don't want to spoil it. And I, I mean, if you play through classic mode, you'll see some of the bosses from story mode. Okay. There are some good bosses. There's an absence that I almost feel like I'm being too needy about. But I'm like, oh, you could have included him, guys. You, you could have done it. You... Yeah. And it's uh, it's not a big thing. And I can probably say it. it's not really a spoiler to, to know he's not a boss in it. Uh, kind of bummed there's no Ridley boss fight. Right. You'll again. You'll see a couple of the other Nintendo big bads have boss fights. You're like, oh, you could have done it. Like, you could have just pulled him from, like, pulled his boss fight from, uh, subspace and brawl, and just gone cool. Really, yeah, boss fight. Absolutely. Uh, but it's, it's it's such a minor thing, and ugh, there's there are some parts in World of Light, in like there are some mini map areas you can go into, mm-hmm. where I was just like. Fuck yes! Without giving anything away, yeah, there was there's some sweet nostalgia that I got from a couple of those in particular, and uh, you'll know when you hit them, Joel. And I'm interested to hear what you think because I was just like, oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yeah, I yeah, I've done a couple, and I was like, this is great. Have you <laughs> caught Have you caught a plane yet? Yes, one hundred percent. Oh, how good was it? So fucking you got to good. Go. I mean, World of Light Spoilers, I guess, but whatever. Uh, you went on a... Uh, you got to get to on your world tour. Yep. Your Street yeah. Fighter world tour. I love it. I loved it so oh. much. And just fight through all the different Street Fighter conditions. Yep. And I thought they did really well with like the different conditions yes. for those characters. The Street... That, that entire segment is one of the spots I was going to bring up. Yep. The, the, how good a job the spirits and how they go into detail. Like A lot of those are stamina fights and have like reduced jumping, so it, Absolutely. it, it feels sort of like a Street Fighter game. And, it's uh, yeah. very clever and very oh, well so done. And at the end of it, you get Ryu as well, so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and that Bison fight, oh, does not mess around. Oh, yeah. Ganondorf, yeah. Ganondorf in this game can get stuffed. Yeah, Ganondorf is fucked. Um, but yeah, uh, any other final, like, uh, you know, final first impressions, if that makes any sense? On uh, Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate. Sakurai, we need to have words. I feel like you need to maybe maybe nerf King K. Rool a little bit because he's insane. <laughs> yep. uh, also, how much did Konami slip you to make the Belmonts so good as well? I have to ask. <laughs> Karen, the I Belmont, just... like When you get the Belmonts, like you, at this point it feels like you have to know how to use them because they're so useful. Okay, 
All right, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the Belmonts. Yeah, They're one of the ones John, I haven't got I, yet. I, I love them. <laughs> yeah, I saw you posting about them on Twitter. I was like, yep, all right, I need to get oh. to the Belmonts. Speaking of Twitter posts, uh, man, have you, when you get Isabel, try out her fishing rod, her fishing rod side oh. bits. I've Hilarious. been I've been on the receiving end of said fishing line. It, it's ridiculous. Me. It's fucked up. Um, <laughs> it's 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 so demoralizing, and I hate it. It is, but, I, but I do love how happy she looks when she does it, though. She's God. just so yeah. I'm just going fishing. Not nope, caught a Ridley. Oh well, toss him I, away. Like, actually, oh. I just I just unlocked Isabel. I haven't had a chance to play. Give her a go yet. I'm give, like, her, give her a shot. She's I'm pretty give her funny. a shot. Um, I did like unlocking her, getting in the into Captain's van and driving from one side of the map to the other. Yeah. I was like, nice, this is so cool. Like, there's so many little things, like, in particular, when you unlock a lot of the Zelda characters. Yep. So It's so good. It's just, oh, oof. It's great. We love it. It's We're probably cool. going to talk about it again come Game I, of the I, Year time. I definitely, I definitely want to revisit it when you finished, maybe finished Adventure Mode, because, yeah, there's a lot of, like, it almost feels, they're probably not big spoilers, but they're little... They're little cool things that I would hate for you to find out about before you actually do it. That's why I was like, I don't want to bring up the Street Fighter one in case he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, it's really cool. think I, along I, those lines. That was the one that I was I was thinking of. Um, yeah, when we were talking, even before we started recording, you were like, "There's one thing that's really cool." And I'm like, "Oh man, I've got one I want to talk about too." And then when you were like, "Have you got a plane?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I have," and that was fucking great. Heck yes. Um, awesome. Alrighty, well. I guess look forward to us talking about Smash Brothers again in the future because that's what we do here at Dialogue Options. So I think it's time we kept this party train rolling though because uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover. And it's time to check in with everyone's favourite podcast news game, Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, of course, our news segment of the show where we bring news stories to the table and we decide, uh, as uh, you know, between the two of us, if they are dope, we talk about them in great detail, or if they are a nope, and we move on and forget all about them existing forever. Um, if one of us dopes and one of us nopes, then uh, the, the the person who doped the story gets a, a chance to sort of state their case and briefly give us the cliff notes of the story. This week, it's a little bit different because, of course, last week, the Keeleys happened, the Game Awards 2018, um, and also uh, a, a day later, we also got Kind of Funny's uh, uh, Game Showcase, uh, their first time they ever done it, and uh, i got some things to say about that. All good, but we'll get to that, I think, eventually. Um, I think we should start off, maybe, though, with the Game Awards. Um, now... In terms of the awards themselves, they were given out. They were great. There was there were some surprises in there, um, but we're not going to go through all the winners or anything like that. We have tallied up uh, the results from each of our own personal lists and bets that we made. Um, and if you want to hear the results from that, and also the stakes that we have for our friendly little wager, you can stick around and listen to bonus round where we will uh, go through that then. But the Game Awards, what most people go there for, are the reveals, the world premieres. And so I, they I, say. I don't want to. I don't want to discount the the winners too much. It's of just course because, not. No. If we didn't have the kind of funny thing as well, I'd yeah. be like, there are some. There are some things that, like I even. I guess I'll just quickly. There's a couple that I was really happy about. It was cool okay. to see. 
uh, Florence got recognized in a, yes. in a category. That was rad. I, um, I have it on my phone, Joel. I'm going to play it hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, it's so, it, it, it takes like 45 minutes. It's so good. I'm just waiting until I'm in the right headspace for it. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, who Dead knows? Cells so, getting Bex action game. Fuck yeah. That that was that was a real big surprise, and I really like that. Um, Into the Breach is our best strategy game. Very cool again. Really, really cool. Um, I, I think we all knew it was going to happen, but I was just, I was so happy to see Sonic Fox get best esports player. That was the first time I'd really seen him in action. Oh, really? It was not what I was expecting. Really? Yeah. Um, he's, um, he's, because he's just a, he's just a, a dude, man. Obviously he, yeah. he is also many other things. He's a very, he's, he's, yeah. He went into that in great detail. He did. <laughs> um, and like that, he, that's part of his shtick. And yep. some people don't like it, obviously. But you know mm-hmm. what? Screw it. Like he is who he is, and good on him. I believe that he he jumped on Twitter and said oh, something yes, very did. similar about that. Yeah, um, so, something along the lines of, "If basically, if you don't like who I am, you can suck my dick." Uh, and it was like, "All right, you're he all getting, right." Just he was talking about how yeah, how he was like, he was tweeting about how he'd rustled up a lot of uh, angry responses from like uh, you know the usual conservatives and Republicans and all that stuff, like. Mm-hmm. He he's got a very specific personality, and he again he is who he is, and it was so cool to see him up on stage taking that award. Yep, like obviously he did it mostly in costume. Yep, but eventually he did demask himself, which was very. Yeah, I was like, yeah, good on you, dude. Yeah, it got to the point where I think he was like, all right, no, I need to take this off now. The, bit, <laughs> the bit's done for now. I need to take this off. Um, yeah, no, he was. It was awesome to see him uh, get up there. It it was it. It was. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was like intentionally picked. But of course, that was the award John McHale gave. Oh, yep, I know. <laughs> he he looked so confused as they walked off stage. <laughs> oh, I did love that though. Um, John McHale, he, him saying just all that's all it needed, all it needed to be was that one line where he's just like I'm surprised you uh, asked me back, uh, and everyone sort of had a bit of like an awkward giggle and they moved on. It was like that's all he needed to say. It didn't that's go what so well expected. last time. John McHale was at the uh, game awards. No, it they, did not. Were they the Spike Awards back then? Or they that was the Spike VGAs, and it was the one where they had the couch, and it was like it was a really like low bad. key one, and it was not good. Um, yeah, so uh, but the, yeah, the awards were themselves were really really cool. Um, but again, lots of world premieres, lots yes. of stuff. Keely's Keely was all over social media. He was posting stuff on Facebook stories, like. He was active. <laughs> oh, he was super active, and he was just he he knew he had everyone in the palm of his hand. And I tell you what, I feel like he's delivered. He um, did. I uh, gotta say, also loved loved the first guest they had. Oh yeah, yeah, and it makes sense now when he because he he posted something like you know something he'd been I've been trying to make this happen for five years now. It's so cool to see it coming together. It brings a yeah. tear to my eye, and everyone was like, "Oh, what cool games are gonna be?" And he's like, "It's not a game." It's not, it's not a game. Something different, but be excited. And yeah, we're kicking the show off with uh with Phil and uh Phil Spencer, Reggie and uh Sean Layden all on stage together, just hanging out, being bros on stage. And you could still see in Sean Layden's face is like, but we're number one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was there was a there was a bit of smarminess coming from Sean. Layden. And I think that's just Sean Layden. Like that just it, it, that is how he looks. <laughs> just yeah. It just as they were all talking, I was like, Sean Layden's like, yeah, but we're winning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Phil was just like happy to be here. 
And Reggie's like, you can see my Ridley shirt. <laughs> He's like, guess what? In fucking four hours' time, you're going to be playing Smash Brothers, motherfuckers. And <laughs> I'm responsible. I'm partly responsible for that. And so Nintendo was more than happy to let, like let you remember all night, even with like oh, specific yeah. like commentary and audio from the the announcer himself. I loved those ads. It was I so good. I Loved those ads. I love it. The, my favorite one was the first one where he's like, "Coming soon, very soon, actually tonight, baby." And I was like, "So good." I love it. I love it. I'm it's so my, here like, for it. Mobius as the announcer from Smash Wii U, and now. Uh, Smash Ultimate. He is my favorite out of all he's the great. He's, he's very so good. great. He's got so much character to him as for someone who's just an announcer, essentially. Yeah, um, it's very cool. Um, very cool. All right. How do you want to attack this? Do you, do you want to go through bit by bit, dope and nope, what was announced, what wasn't? Um. Yeah, we we can do it. Like we can just sort of run through the announcements and sort of yeah, dope ones we want to talk about and nope ones we don't. Cool. All right. Well, so there was like a like a half hour, twenty minute pre show where they showed some things here and there. Um, uh, starting off with the first like reveal of the night, which was a uh, an indie game called Sayonara Wild Hearts, and I am doping the fuck out of this because yes, I want to play uh, it's this. It's also a dope from me because it looks incredible. Mm, yeah. So I think it's described as a a playable pop album. I think it was the, I can't remember the exact wording that they use in the trailer, but. It's very like hyper color, neon soaked. Um, looks like a runner mixed with like a fighter mixed with like a rhythm game. I don't know. It's a lot of genres is, in one, but I want it. The music was great. The art style was gorgeous, and I'm in. It looks very cool. It's very colorful, and yeah, like I'm not great at rhythm games usually, mm-hmm. but if the game itself is interesting, like for example. Uh, Obviously, we've talked about Rock Band in the past. That's a whole different thing with plastic instruments. Yep. I'm usually a bit iffier on controllers with rhythm games. Yep. But uh, there are ones that can hook me. Like, for example, Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Mm-hmm. I was just like, in. I was hooked and I was in. Uh, oh, 8 yeah. Rhythm Final Fantasy with a touchscreen was very good. And just looking at how this plays, uh, I reckon I'll definitely check it out. For sure. 100%. 100%. I'm, I'm in on that. We don't know much more, no. uh, much more about it, but... From what I've seen so far, I mean, it's, it's apart from it's coming 2019. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, stay tuned for my inevitable review on it when I, when I <laughs> whenever it comes out, I pick it up because it's going to happen. Um, Journey to the Savage Planet. Which one was that one again? It was like I can't remember who made it, but it was like the one where it was like not the. The, it was like started off in like a spaceship and it was like a one long shot going through and it was like this, oh, it was like yeah. a survival game. It's a nope for me because I was just like, nah, there's not enough here. That's I mean, for me, it's a nope just because we don't know more. Like when you said the name and I couldn't remember it, it's yeah. not a good sign. Not yeah. a good sign. There's a game that, that scratched itches that I wanted that trailer to scratch that comes up later, but yes, we'll get to that. Yes, I know that. the game you mean. We'll get to <laughs> it. Uh, this one I'm very excited for. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Uh one of my favorite trailers from the show, um, just because it was very Stanley Parable. Um, if you've ever played or heard of Stanley Parable, it's from uh, Crows, 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 responsible for things like uh, Doctor uh, Langskov, the Diamond, we, and the. We have to we have to dope on Nope this first, dude. Sorry, it's a dope though. It's a yeah, it's yeah. obvious. I was like, I, oh man, please don't nope this because I really love just it. Nope it into oblivion. No, it's oh. a dope, of course. You're like, I was going to dope it, but man, you've gone on yeah, too long you now. You seem really desperate, nope. so it's going to be a nope. No, <laughs> man, like, 
I, as someone who hadn't played, who I haven't, I have it to play, but I've never sat down to do it. Yeah. Uh, but this version seems like the perfect one to jump in on. Mm-hmm. And the trailer for it was just excellent. Like, it's I love classic. the bit about, like, locking the source code in a vault. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, the guys at Crows, 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 uh, uh, William, William Pugh, I think his name is, from Crows, 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 he is fucking great. And those guys are also the ones that uh, made Accounting Plus with Justin Roiland. Um, and, like, they're, they're just insane. They're absolutely insane. Um, I love anything that they do. I'll generally check out and uh, if I can. I don't have VR, so I can't play Accounting or Accounting Plus, which makes me sad because I really want to play those. But um, the Stanley Parable is a great look at uh, choice and the illusion of choice, uh, especially within the context of a video game. Uh, and it presents itself in a very, very interesting way. And it's, yeah, it's from a bit of a what, mind fuck. From what I can gather, it... One of the things that it does best is... So, I mean, a lot of video games try to tell, like, traditional narratives, and it's fine. It can work really well. But Stanley Parable sort of tells a story the way a video game should tell a story. Yeah. And I think that's that's why it's always been on my list to try. And this version, I will finally do that. Yeah. Because uh, apart from the fact that, yeah, this is the Ultra Deluxe version, it's going to have extra content in it as well, but it's also coming to consoles. So Exactly. Um, that's, that's exactly it. That's a big one. Um, I actually remembered that I do own it, so I'm going to have to download it. Because if you already own it on PC, it's going to be a free update, the Ultra Deluxe stuff. So I won't have to rebuy it again. I can just get the free update for it, which would be great. Um, but I, when that comes out, I think uh, if you end up uh, going into it, I'm, I will revisit I will. Stanley Parable. Like I said, it, it's been on my list of things that I want to play for a while now. They've just given me a perfect opportunity to do so. It's one of those games that makes me openly laugh out loud because it subverts and surprises me in, in ways that uh, I, I love being subverted and surprised in. Um, yeah, it's really worth your time. Um, moving along, Among Trees. I can't remember much about this one. I think it's it, probably a nope fan, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's a nope. We don't have time to, to try and dwell, unfortunately. Following, though, Kyron, one of the biggest surprises of the night. Um, two of the biggest surprises of the night coming from Nintendo, by the way. Um, we'll get to the other one that I'm just, I'm containing myself, Kyron. But uh, the first big one, we got the uh, a trailer. Uh, the, and Keely prefaced it with by saying, no one saw this coming. And I was like, all right, you've got my attention there, Keely. Run the trailer. Um. And yeah, we saw the Switch logo, and then followed by the Marvel logo, and then lo and behold, we got a trailer for Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. What say you, Karen? Oh, Joel. So here's the thing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dope it, mm-hmm. but man, I I nearly hit that note button so hard when I found out who the developer is, and you know oh. they're. A f- they're a fine developer, but they're very hit and miss with a lot of their games. So who is? I'm gonna. Uh, it's Team Ninja, right? That's so right. Team Ninja. I mean, again, they've made some of the best games out there, like the classic Ninja Guidance and all that. Mm-hmm. But also, they've had some rough ones. I tried another M is a good example. Yeah. Uh, they made Dissidia Final Fantasy NT this year, but they also made Neo. But they also made Fire Emblem Warriors, <laughs> which wasn't great. 
and never making this. So I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Is this going to be a Warriors game or what? Because if it is, I am concerned. If it's not, well, I'm interested. From what I can tell, it looks like an Ultimate Alliance game. Like it looks like I mean, the I other guess. Ultimate Alliance games. Is that I need, isometric I need view? To see someone holding a, a control playing it. Yeah, true. I, I think just in terms of shock factor alone, I'm I'm in on it just because. Well, when like, you consider this is the Marvel, this is the only Marvel thing we saw all night. Yes, yeah. Considering that includes trailers for films as well, we got that trailer a little bit later on. Um, which side note? Fucking yes, very very good trailer. Very oh. good trailer. Avengers Endgame, bring it on, let's do it. Um, but yeah, the fact that it, it is, you know, uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, it's on the Switch and it's exclusive to the Switch. It is a Switch exclusive, this game. Because um, they ported the first two to the Switch this year, didn't they? Not Switch. Not Switch. Oh, no, they came, to, they came to PS4 and Xbox One. Right, but they haven't come to Switch yet. But you know what? It's happening when this oh, game comes out. Hundred percent. There's going to be a collector's edition that comes with the first two bundled with it. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, they're fun games, and that it would it would work with the Joy-Con control method in a way. Here's what I remember. I remember the first Ultimate Alliance game being good, mm-hmm. and then I remember seeing because I played the first one, I was like, yeah, this is fun. Yep. And I remember reading reviews for the second one, and it was apparently not good. So mm. I skipped it completely. Which sucks, because the second one was Civil War. They did the Civil War yeah, stuff. I know. And yeah. like, you'd think they couldn't stuff it up, but apparently... I don't know, Like from, from all I've heard about it, it's, this one, it's like, no, play the first one, it's good, but yep. you're good on the second one. Well, I don't know much about the Black Order, if that's a, a run of comics or, anything, or, or an event. No clue. Um, no idea. Broad, if you're listening, please let me know. Let us both know. Because I, 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 you probably have more of an idea than we do about the comic side of things when it comes to Marvel. But yeah, bit of a surprise there. Bit of a surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's fair to say that <laughs> Killy wasn't wrong. Who no. would have thought we'd get a, a, a third game in a long dead series? I did like the way it started too. It made it look like it was a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Like it looked like it was something Guardians only related. And then like, I think Wolverine rocked up or Iron Man rocked up. And I'm like... Oh shit! It's Ultimate Alliance. I do also want to bring that up because it's this is probably the first game for a while we've seen Marvel just like cool. Yeah, here's the Marvel characters, and yes, here is Wolverine from X Men, and a few other like yeah, that was just yeah. nice to see. Yeah, but yeah. Marvel won. <laughs> get let let the get used to it, everyone, because yeah, Endgame baby, Endgame. Cards on the table? Like, I don't know how you recast Wolverine. (laughs) Oh, look, I don't either. That's a a fucking mammoth task, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But yeah, so that that was one point point of a trailer I wanted to really come back on, because it was after how notably absent a lot of those characters were from um, Marvel vs. Capcom. Of course, yeah. Last year, it was nice to see Wolverine back in a Marvel game. It's like, okay, cool. He's here. Mm -hmm. Everyone's here. (laughs) Everyone's here. Oh, constant theme. Um, all right, moving along. This, this is a nope because it's just uh, McLaren 570s in Rocket League. Nope. nope. Moving on. We don't play Rocket League. It's not because we don't like it. Actually, quite and like they, Rocket League. They're it's just real time cars. It. It's real cars. DLC for Rocket League. I do like the fact that I'm pretty sure that is the cover car for Forza Horizon 4. But um, that made me happy. But anyway, moving on. 
Uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Pity it all leaked. Well, not all, but most of it leaked. Yeah, it was still good to see the trailer. The trailer was still was, pretty cool. I actually really liked the trailer. Didn't like the fact that the dev, you know, spoiled the ending of Far Cry 5 for me. Just straight out said it. And I was like, cool, this game, that game came out this year. And I just started playing it. Um, yeah. Uh, Ubisoft, guess what? People take a while to play open world games, especially yeah. when there's so many of them. Yeah. Uh, I And I get it, why they had to do it to talk about this one but still no no here's the thing okay you know, I'll, I'm, I'm doping it you're doping it all right they didn't have to like okay. that could have been something you found out when you played the game for the first time true yeah they didn't have to walk out and be like oh by the way when far cry 5 ended and this happened it's like oh yeah oh okay that's how that ends neat well i'm not playing that now because it's an open world game it's a long game and i've you've just given the ending away so i'm good <laughs> Yeah, look, I I I'm interested in New Dawn because it looks it looks like they've turned the crazy up again, and I I do like they and, and Far Cry Five so far has. Hey, hey Joel, what theme of the night? How quickly can we can all the vultures move in on Bethesda's market share? And how how subtle as a sledgehammer can they be about it? Because this game seemed like it was gunning for Rage Two in a way. It does. I mean, well, like, the color scheme of it is that that bright pink. Yes. Like, yeah. So, going for Rage 2, and, and there was mention of, like, there's one part of the trailer where the the character that's talking is like, this wasn't just about survival. And I was like, oh, okay. That's that's a very well thought out, not well thought out, but that was a thought out line. There was thought put behind that. There's intent. I also have to imagine with the two protagonists, like, we're almost definitely getting full campaign co-op. Well, I never... I, they're not the they're they're the antagonists, are they? I'm, I've, I'm pretty sure it feels like they're the bad guys. Because hmm. if you look at if you look at the way that the cover's set up, I mean, I'm looking at yes. the screen of the the, the trailer, the yeah. trailer, which is pretty much the cover art. Like that's classic Far Cry setup for like villain in the foreground, some sort of character in the background. Boy, they need to change that formula, don't they? Yeah, really do. Um, I mean. I think I think you're right though. I think we're gonna get because uh, Far Cry Five's got yeah, full campaign co-op as well. I was, I was thinking well. like yeah, with having two protagonists, it would definitely encourage full campaign co-op. I don't know, like I as a uh, this is a game I'm probably not buying. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll probably get to it because it does interest me. It looks pretty cool. Um, I like the part in the trailer where the girl in the pink takes her bike helmet off and just beats that person to death with it. I'm like, ah, oh. and again, there's the crazy. It's like, you know, oh, you want to know what the definition of insanity is? Like that kind of shit. Like that's, that old chestnut again. I mean, look, yes, but hey, it's memorable. Fucking my character in Far Cry 5 is dressed as Vars right now. Oh um, God, that. Oh. <laughs> I, I always forget until I die and it like the camera pans out. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm dressed like an asshole. Um, oh my God. That's. <laughs> you can get Pagan Min's outfit as well. That's 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 just like those people who play the Assassin's Creed games. Like I am dressed up as Ezio. It's like, uh you're your own character. Okay, funny I mean, you guess- should say, funny you should say that because you can dress as Bayek in Far Cry Five as well. Of course you can. And I, I guess like in Far Cry Five, 
you're not your own character because you're yeah. mute, so screw it, I guess. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like wildcard. <laughs> you're, you're a nothing. I'm wondering if New Dawn's going to be similar. It's going to follow that, I think that it, trend. I reckon it, I reckon it will. I reckon I think that's it will. just how Far Cry is going to be now. Yeah, which, is, which yeah. yeah, but not great. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't actually officially dope it, but it's, it's dope for me as well. But looking forward to it. I'm seeing more about it anyway. I'll try and... It's also coming out real soon. Yeah, yeah. Feb 15th, it's... in the busy period. I want to know... I I should have prepared this, but I want to know what the, the turnaround time between Far Cry 4 and Primal was, because I feel like it was a very similar gap. I think Primal was announced at E3, though. I just... I don't know, and man. They're, pump, they're had pumping just come out. out these Far Cry games. Mm. It's because they sell well. I mean, they they're... They hit, they they scratch that itch for a certain market, and it's franchise fatigue exists. Ubisoft, remember you did it to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I look forward to the inevitable. Oh, we're taking a break from Far Cry this year. Um, <laughs> I I feel like they might after this. I think I feel like they're going to go back to Watch Dogs. I think next year we'll hear I mean, an announcement you, for Watch Dogs. If you 3. keep telling yourself that, Joel, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to fucking happen. It has to happen, Kyrie. Watch Dogs Two was so good. I don't um, know if it sold very well though. Well. Fuck. People should have bought that game because it was really they good. I, I mean, I'm guilty of not buying it. It's really good. I know your housemate is a big advocate for it as well. He is. Um, we, we, we're both flying the, the Watch Dogs 2 flag. but um, Kyron, I want to hear your thoughts on this one, though. <sighs> Got a new... Is it a Super, Super Giant? Super Giant. New Super Giant game, Kyron. Looks pretty good. Looks... Called Hades. What do you what do you say? This, this one was a roller coaster ride. I was totally in, but I get why you're you're hesitant. Um, it's, Joel, it's, I want to I want yeah. to nope it so badly, oh, but it it, it feels like a disservice to Supergiant. So I'll dope it. It's a dope for me, and this is coming from someone who really wasn't into Pyre, like really did did not click with me whatsoever. This game looks great. I am in. I mean, it, yeah, it looks great. I so all of Supergiant games look great. No, I mean it looks great as in like it looks like fun to play for me. That's what I'm in for. Oh yeah, that's where you lose me. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it a is, roguelike. It's hey a guys, roguelike. We, we got another roguelike. <laughs> but the combat looks really good. It looks like it's like sure. Hyperlight Drifter style. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm, an, I'm like, it's out was, now as well in early access. That was that was the other thing as well. It was I like, felt so strong along because I was just like, oh yeah, Greek mythology, yeah, dude. super giant. This yeah. game looks gorgeous. And at the second I saw how the game played, I'm like, oh, you're going to be a roguelike, aren't you? Oh, look, there it is. Um, I'm good. I think it's going to have like constant progression in it, though. There'll be permanent progression in it. I'm, I just, I'm I don't, in. I don't want. I mean, look, roguelikes are fine, but roguelikes I do enjoy good. a structured experience as well. Of and course, I really, absolutely. I really, I mean, I guess Supergiant want to try something different because all their games have been, and at least I always had Bastion and Transistor as my favorite Supergiant games. But yeah, I'm kind of good on Hades, honestly. I don't need another roguelike. I, I, I fell off of Dead Cells already, so yeah. Karen, I need more. I okay, need I mean, more. You can, there you go. You can have this one. I'm, go- I'm wait, almost bought for- it. I almost bought it like three times since it got announced. I'll wait, I'll wait for the next game. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Let's check it out. But yeah, it is out in early access at the moment. Um, one of the flagship titles for Epic's store. Yes, it is. Epic's uh, game store. 
um, one of a few flagship titles. I think after this trailer, I think we got a trailer for for the Epic Store where they sort of showed off a few things that were going to be on it. Um, things like Super Meat Boy Forever and some other ones that aren't coming to my brain right now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, this was interesting, this next one that I've got here. Uh, Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. What do you say, Karen? Which one was that one? The monkey one? Yeah. I'm good. It's a nope. <laughs> it's a nope? Uh, it's a dope for me because I like the idea of, like, playing through evolution, but, like, there's not much else to say about it. Um, there is a whole big gameplay. The idea is good. The idea like is a- good. It looked a bit rough. Again, it, yeah. it's hard to judge off trailers. It could be very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a concept that I, I will look forward to seeing being fleshed out more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's all i got to say about that. Uh, scavengers. Nope for me. It, it's, a, it's a nope just because it nothing about it really stood out to me. Seemed very generic. Multi- multiplayer survival <laughs> shooter, you know. Yeah, it seemed pretty generic. If you look at a picture of it, like I'm looking at a picture of a trailer. Yeah. Uh, the, the still, I'm like, yeah, that kind of looks like a lot of games I've seen in my life. Like, oh, someone's got a bow and arrow. Someone's got a machine gun. Someone looks like they're a stealth person. Like, cool. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm good. Um, uh, uh, Anthem Story trailer? Uh, nope. <laughs> it's still coming. That game's still coming. Anthem, it is doing nothing for me yet. I'm like interested, but I'm not like I'm not hanging out for it. Let's put it that way. Um, and I'm very, very nervous about it. Um, next up, we got that one of the worst kept secrets for the week, but I think it was intentional, and I did like the way they teased it to a lot of uh, influencers and whatnot by sending out the. Uh, the orange fluffy dice. I mean, so, this game, this particular game was, has been teased since really the, the Nitro, like the en- insane collection came out. Like, yeah, there were trophies hinting to it or something like that. Yeah. It was like, been the, waiting. it was the next logical step. Really? Uh, crash team racing, Nitro fueled. Uh, Karen, I'm going to say, I'm going to dope this. I'm going to nope it. I look, I, I, yeah, if you've listened to the show before, you know, my theory, my, my thoughts on crash, I've heard nothing but really good things about Crash Team Racing and the fact that it's got like an adventure mode and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, and it's coming to Switch. I'm probably going to check it out. I honestly think I will check this out. Um, it seems like fun. So why what not? What if it comes out close to Star Fox Grand Prix? Oh, I'll get Star Fox Grand Prix instead. Crash Team Racing <laughs> can fucking eat a dick. But like at this stage when this game exists yeah, and Star yeah, Fox I, I, Ra- yeah, Grand Prix it. doesn't exist at the moment... Um, in Man, this you've got to believe. believe. Oh, I believe. But in the state we're in right now, in the world we're in right now, this exists. So, yeah. I guess. I don't really have the nostalgia for Crash Team Racing. Yeah, neither. Uh, but... And honestly, I'm not really in the market for a racer. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm, I am honestly more likely to just eventually pick up the Insane Trilogy. Nah, I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm interested to play those. But yeah, racer, I'm kind of good. Just because I like adventure mode, anyway. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, all right, I got something you will care about though, Kyron, because we talked we talked about this before we started recording. Uh, the Outer Worlds. It's a dope. It's, it's an a object. dope for me. This is the clearest dope. Uh, 
Maybe the second clearest dope from the entirety of the uh, Game Awards. There's one other dope that's like, we've doped it already. We doped it before we started recording. Oh, there's a game as well that I doped before we started recording. Yeah, oh, actually, it doesn't come up yet. I've got to remember what that is. Oh, but... you'll, you'll know when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Outer Worlds, why Why you say the Outer Worlds? Are we so excited for? Well, I'll tell you Obsidian. why. It's Obsidian. Obsidian is back, baby. Ob- Obsidian. And uh, so, so the devs behind Fallout New Vegas and the original creators of like the like OG Fallout. So like, I think that was very specifically mentioned as they were as because they also have made a lot of other great games. Yes, of course. Like uh, Wasteland Two was that them with the Wasteland games? I don't know if it was Wasteland. They did um, no, it's actually a different company. It was it Pillars of Eternity that was Obsidian. That's the one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah they Pillars did that of Eternity. One. Thank you. Um. But yeah, the Outer Worlds is basically it's basically the next Fallout game that looks like a Fallout game, um, with some space stuff. Maybe we don't know some space stuff. So maybe some maybe maybe a stab at Starfield. Maybe it's set, it's set on a distant planet in the future. So who knows? But scratching a Borderlands good. itch for me, Kyron. Scratching a Borderlands itch, and I will tell you yeah, what, man. I will bite hard on this. <laughs> just be just remember that. It is. It is an RPG as well as a shooter. Oh, so it's gonna. Ha- so it's gonna be better than Borderlands. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm in. Joel, everyone heard Joel say that, right? Mm-hmm. I stand by it. Okay. I, I'm, I, ha- I'm happy. Like, in terms, yeah. it's gonna be. It's. I at this stage, I think it's gonna be better than whatever Borderlands Three is gonna be. I mean, that's fair. I have. Yeah. Very little. Not. I don't want to say I've got very little faith in Gearbox, but I am concerned. I am. I have concerns. I have lots of concerns, and my concerns grow by the month with their um, silence. <laughs> yeah, look, and I'm not. I don't. I don't want to feel like I'm being entitled. I don't want to sound like I'm being entitled or anything like that. But like, I mean, it. It. It's, nothing's been said. I mean, apart from Randy just being like, "Yeah, we're not talking about that." And I was like, "It's okay. tough because I mean, their last game wasn't a smash hit, and no. it had plenty of issues with other past releases." And it's been a while since Borderlands 2, so you have to wonder, Yeah, can the studio bring us a game? And I mean, I'm sure they will, but it's just with the, it's just iffy and up in the air, and then this game comes out and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, wouldn't this be unfortunate if it was a very similar situation to what um, Battleborn went through with Overwatch? Oh, man. If these games come out close to each other and people... They're different I mean, games, but they're not different games, and people are obviously going to compare the two if they're going to release close to I, each other. It's, yeah. I think even then, I think Borderlands 3... Because, I mean, Obsidian are great, don't get me wrong, but I do think their games are still cater to a more niche audience, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's it's a little bit more on the hardcore side of, of things, I because, guess. Because, like, Obsidian, are, like, they love storytelling, so when it says, like, role-playing game... Like, I know that Borderlands sort of is an RPG, but story is very much, like, in the backseat in that game. It's a shoot-and-loot game, yeah. Exactly. Like, this one's going to have conversations, probably, and stuff like that. So that's yeah. that's the part that I think, like, some people might choose Borderlands just because they can just shoot their way through it. And that's fine. That's, that's a legitimate reason. But um, I yeah. love Obsidian storytelling, so that's why I'm here. I love the general tone of the trailer itself. Yes, that too. Um, it's not taking itself I too really, seriously. I really, really, really like that. Um, but yeah, um, I, I do, have, I do have to wonder, yeah, 
is this one of the games being paid for by Microsoft money? Like, what's the platform situation going to be? They didn't say anything. They, they said it's coming anything. in 2019. Yeah, I am curious about that too. But I mean, I we f- have Xboxes, so... Man, we do, but I mean, if this is a, a console exclusive, this could be what Microsoft are after. This could be a, this could be a good get for them. It could be, and like that's that's why you bankroll a company. Like exactly, you, but I guess we'll see. We will see. Uh, Dauntless console announcement. Mm, it's look honestly, it's a nope, just because cool Dauntless is great, but it's not a huge announcement. No, I I agree. Um, it did put it back on my radar. I went, oh, that's right, this game exists, and apparently it's pretty fun. So, but yeah, it's a nope from me. Uh, next one was interesting. Uh, the last campfire. It's a dope. It's a dope from me too. Did not expect to see Hello Games popping up here with something other than No Man's Sky. Um, and it does say it's a Hello Games short. Yes. So it isn't like a temper your expectations, everyone. Internet, temper your expectations. Um, yeah, they were very, very specific, and they didn't show much about it. They didn't talk about it. None of that. They were just like, here's a trailer for a cool thing we're working on. And it was like, all right, cool. Yeah, well, isn't it just like a really, it's a really small game being yeah. made by a couple of the Hello Games guys? Sort of like how Pixar do their shorts. Yeah, exactly. I th- I, I read that exact comparison somewhere as well. And I was like... Yeah, sort of gives them a chance to stretch. Because, I mean, it must be tough. They've probably been doing like No Man's Sky for so long. Mm-hmm. To have a little break to make something like this must be nice. And I, yeah. I, I presume this is also a thing they'll be doing a lot in the future. Just like little small Hello Games shorts. Oh, that'd be cool if they did like four or five of them and then released like, yeah. like release them digitally, but then did a physical release of like a collection. Like a compilation. Mm. That'd yeah, be cool. That'd be, that'd be neat, yeah. Again, speaking of Pixar, they did that with the shorts. They did like volumes oh, yeah, of the too. shorts on Blu-ray, which is cool. Um, they're really great because you just watch them as a movie. You can watch them all in one block, which is cool. Um, there's not a lot to go on. It just, it's got a really interesting little art style to it. Um, I'm yeah. Just and I, excited. I like seeing Hello Games in a good light. Like they've really yes. done a great job turning things around with No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And this is just a neat little thing that I'll be keeping my eye on for when it comes out. Likewise. Likewise. Won't be the last you hear us talk of the last campfire. Uh, PUBG, Vikendi snow map. Nope. It's a nope for L- me. Even, L- nope Even though the trailer was super morbid for for most of it. It was pretty morbid, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. It's a snow map. It's, it's a snow map, snow map for PUBG. Snow map. Whatever. It's, I mean, we don't play PUBG. If we don't. Like, so it's just not something that I am invested in, I guess. No, I'm really not. So sorry if you are. Sorry. Something that we are both... I guess not not invested in yet, but like I feel like we're going to be invested in. Uh, Ashen got a launch trailer. I hear you out there saying launch trailer. Hmm. What do you think, Owen? Uh, dope. I don't have time for it, so I haven't checked it out yet. But it's dope. <laughs> me neither. I I went to. I've I've thought about it three times. Where I'm like, I should put up the Xbox and download that, and then I haven't done it yet. But um, yeah, it got a launch trailer. It, it shadow dropped on Xbox Game Pass. Um, so if you own Games Pass on, uh, on Xbox, you can go and play Ashen right now. Um, and I will eventually, cause it looks really good. 
Yeah, it's it's probably one of the better Dark Souls like games I've seen. Mm-hmm. I like its unique visual style, and gameplay looks pretty good for it as well. So um, I will definitely check it out. And a bit of an emphasis on co-op gameplay as well, y- I believe. Yes, that too. Yeah, which is cool stuff. Um, next up, we got our Terry Crews fix with another Crackdown Three trailer. Nope. No. Nope. I mean, I loved. I love Terry Crews. He's Same. the best. He's yeah. the best thing about that game now. Right oh, now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he's the only reason why I'm like probably going to pick it up. Um, and I also because it's free. I think they know it as well. Yeah, that's what I keep du- like quadrupling down on it. Um, but if but, you want, yeah. if you want, to, if you want to watch a good Terry Crews trailer, just go watch the new Brooklyn Nine Nine trailer. It's top. I've heard it's pretty good. Isn't it like a diehard? It is. A, it homage? is very funny. It is a diehard homage, and you're like, hang on. The, the bit is funny. I like it. Okay. I'm ex- I am excited for a new season of that show. I should Big fan. really get around to watching. You really need to watch it, John. I know. I, it's not that I don't like it. I just I just haven't watched much of it. But... John, you've been watching How Much Your Mother. You could be watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's because How Much Your Mother is background noise. It's just like having noise on when I don't feel like thinking. But the just... pedigree behind Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Joel. I Come know. On. I know. It's Michael Shaw. I know. Exactly. I know. One of my favorite like ensemble casts to date. Karen, I'm still behind on Good Place as well. I got to catch up on that as well. Um, next up, we got a tease for. Now I don't have the exact hashtag in front of me, but it's a teaser for new Dragon Age game. Dragon Age, dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the hashtag was the. It's something about the 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 trailer is called the Dread Wolf Rises. The Dread I think Wolf, it's something yeah. about the Dread Wolf is the hashtag. Yeah, it's. I think it is the Dread Wolf Rises. That's that's what it was. Hashtag the Dread Wolf, Wolf so, Rises. Yeah, I mean personally, I've got a out of the two Bioware IPs, Dragon Age is my jam, so it's a dope for me. But it's mm-hmm. up to you, Joel. I'll dope it because I'm sort of vaguely interested. I dabbled in um in Inquisition. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Uh, but, it was a I cool mean, trailer. It was, and it, the it wasn't a surprise because they did mention, like Bioware mentioned that it's like, oh, you know, working on something Dragon Age related. Maybe keep an eye out in December for something. It's like, oh, okay, so Game Awards. Obviously, we're getting something related to Dragon Age, and this is it. And Casey, still, it, Casey Hudson was like there talking about Anthem before it, and then was like, yeah, Jeff's like, eh, anything? Think what else are you doing? And he's like, ah, oh, we'll talk about that when we're ready, and then. Like half an hour later, this trailer pops up, and it's like, yeah. "Oh, okay, there it is." Um, so we again, it doesn't reveal much really about it. We just know it's a Dragon Age game. It sort of seems to be teasing some story stuff. If you've played Inquisition, you might have some ideas about where we might be going. Because I mean, as much as I was mixed on the experience that was Inquisition, when I got to the end, I'm like, I kind of want to know where the story's going right now. I think I just so need I to focus we'll on out. making it a little less open. Maybe like focus in a little bit more. It's tough because Dragon Age Two is one of my least favorite Bioware games, and they did exactly yeah, that okay. on Dragon Age Fair Two. Enough. So, I I think there's a happy medium to be found. Mm. I think like, they 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 shot their load a little bit too too much with that first area of Inquisition where you're like, man, it was huge. That first zone was massive. I spent like fucking 10 hours there and I was like, well, there's more? What? Yeah, I know. But by the time I left that area, I was already like over leveled for the rest of the game. I was yeah, like, all right, this true. should be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, not much else to go on there. Just a, a neat little trailer with a, a neat little hashtag and something to keep your eye on in the future. Uh, next up, we got the Pathless. 
Joel, this is the biggest lock on a dope I've I, ever seen. In my just, life. I just remembered that this was the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in on this too. It's a dope for me. Um, the floor is yours though, Kyron. All right. So the Pathless is the new game from Giant Squid Studios. Mm-hmm. You might be asking yourself, who the hell are Giant Squid? So Giant Squid most recently developed Abzu. Mm-hmm. And uh, the studio was founded by Matt Narva. If you don't know his name, then you mustn't have played a little game called Journey, as he was an integral part of putting that game together at that game company. After he left, he then founded this studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abzu itself is a game that I love, but I do understand people who are like, oh, that's sort of just underwater Journey. I'm like, yeah, well, but I want more Journey-like okay. games. They are, they are nice, and that game company is currently doing, I don't know what. Hey, they're, release, re- they're releasing fucking Journey on PC. Cool, I guess. I hope if that, that means was, more people play it, then excellent news because it is a fantastic game. That was one of the um the Epic Game Store it um, was. exclusives as well. They were like, Which yeah, cool, Journey. Like, and I was like, wait, what? Journey on PC? Very cool. Journey is mm. an amazing game. If you have a PC, haven't played it yet, then definitely do it. It's but really good, yeah. Pathless sort of seems to still sort of be Journey-like, but there's also like... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you, there's a lot of running along, shooting arrows and stuff. Like, it looked to me like a like a mobile runner game, and I know that sounds like a detriment. Like, I, I, like I'm I'm slamming it, but I'm not. It does. This is what it looked like to me. Um, but if it's it's Again, one of those that actually has a storyline through it, then yeah, I'm in. Sure. Because the other the other thing mm-hmm. is because of course it's giant squid. It's it's abs it's for Abzu guys. It's Matt Nava. Uh, the other thing that Abzu had going for it was a wonderful score by mm-hmm. Austin Wintery, and it cool. sounds like he is along for the ride again with this game. So, it's it's a lock. This game is a lock. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested in it. Um, definitely keep my eye on it. I liked it. it was very colorful in like a muted color kind of way. Um, yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, and you got a fucking cool little bird. You do, and you shoot things with a bow and arrow. The yeah. movement looks really nice. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. It's and again. This isn't a sl- well, this isn't a slam against Journey or anything like that. But this feels like it's got like when when I was like, oh, Giant Squid, oh, Creators of Abzu, right, cool. This is gonna. Be, I'm interested. And then like the protagonist got out of the boat and stepped onto the thing, and I saw that she had like a bow and arrow. I'm like, ah, we've got combat. Like, here we go. We got we've got we've got a weapon. This will be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good too. It's got got a good pedigree behind it. But uh, the Duffer Brothers arrived on stage to show off the Stranger Things three, the game. Um, it's basically I think a follow on from the mobile game that uh, got released for season. I think it includes one and two. I think they updated it when season two came out and they put season two stuff in there. Um. But yeah, this is like a step up from that. It's like a 16-bit brawler. What say you, Karen? Mm, <laughs> I think it's cool, but mm. I don't have much to say about it, so I'm going to say nope. Fair enough. Um, all I'll say is I did play the mobile one um, for the, the, the first one they released, released for it, um, and it was kind of neat. It's uses like the storyline pretty well, and... Um, and tells it in a different perspective, a different way, kind of like Scott Pilgrim esque, I guess. The same way the game did that, and told the story a little bit differently in its own kind of way. Um, but this is going to actually be 
based on season three. Um, and yeah, which we which we also currently we know the episode titles of apparently. Oh really? Okay. Didn't didn't they put it? Wasn't that what the trailer was for? They did like a Stranger Things three trailer, which just had a bunch of like titles. Oh, they in did it. too. Yeah. So I assume those are the episode titles. We're getting a trailer for that soon, surely, with a release Maybe. date on it. That's gonna happen I, soon, I reckon. I assume it's like next winter, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna wait until. Well, actually, I don't know. Season two of Sabrina is apparently coming in May, so April, May. It's coming really soon. Like, man, t- TV is looking good next year. Mm, it's looking crowded. Um, uh, Psychonauts two. I mean, it's a dope, right? Like, this it's, it's pretty important. <laughs> like. Yeah. Get to see, get to listen to James Willem's voice of toilet. Yeah, was he in the trailer? I actually don't know. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, he is going to be in that game. That's going to be awesome. He is because he's a massive Psychonauts fan. Um, I did. I played through a little bit of the first one on the like the just the what is it the emulated version on PS4. Yeah, um, I liked it. I just. I didn't quite get through all the way through it, but um, it's cool. It's got a really good sense of humor to it as well. Uh, and this trailer looks really, it looked like a Lightka movie. Um, so like the it, guys that made like, good. like Coraline and um, Box Trolls and Kubo and the Two Strings. It looked like one of their movies. And that's a really good thing because they've got a really interesting animation style. Um. But yeah, the the humor is there. the The characters are there if you love them. Um, I like the design of the uh, logo for it. It's cool. It is, and like a sequel to Psychonauts isn't really. I mean, not to say that it shouldn't exist, but it's it's great that it does. Like it's yeah. like I feel like it's something that I didn't see coming. Like when it was announced, it was how many years ago was it now? Like oh, two, or two or three. Like, it was the thing that pushed yeah. like Fig into the that's right spotlight. Fig was, yeah, yeah, it was one of the the. I don't know whether it fit, if it fig had been around for very long before that, but it was the thing that people were like, "Oh, it's like Kickstarter, except you can be an investor." That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Psychonauts two—that's a thing. Mortal Kombat eleven. Uh, I went through an entire day without getting anything spoiled. Uh, this was the only thing that I heard did appear, which I wasn't too upset upset about because, I mean, we spoke about it last week. And we Ed kind of Boon had been it. teasing Mortal Kombat for months. Yeah, and it was time. Like, it was about time. Um, I I did like how it was revealed. It's a dope, obviously. Yeah. I did like how it was revealed, though. I, I love that as well. Just him coming out to, to present an award and then the fucking Scorpion's, like, hook thing coming through the screen. I'm like, all right, you're doing this now. This is really neat. I forget which award it was. Was it best racing game? It was best, uh, yeah, sports racing game. Yeah. I was just like, cool. So the winner of best sports slash racing game is Mortal Kombat 11. I honestly didn't see it coming. <laughs> I love it Being when a they, surprise. they came back from the trailer and Ed Boon still there. He's like, oh, sorry, guys. I, I, I honestly don't know, I don't know how that happened. Um, a bit cute, Ed Boon, but I'll yeah, pass it. <laughs> I know. I was like, he knew what he knew what this was. We knew what this was. Um, the trailer was very similar to the um, Mortal Kombat X trailer yeah you you know what to expect from a mortal Kombat trailer at this point and it is uh gruesome visuals <laughs> yeah yeah uh instead of i was waiting for the who's next tagline at the end but we got a your next instead yeah um because it basically said there's going to be a pre-order beta in may april 
sometime next year, I think. Gotta say, they they seem to be doing the thing they did with whichever one had the pre-order stuff for Goro, which I'm not cool with. Yeah, I think that was I think that was excellent, wasn't it? I think so. I forget, but either way, like you pre-ordering gets you Shao Kahn. I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know, guys, yeah. I don't know. Um, and like if you can, if you can get him in game, like I don't know, I don't know how it's it's weird because like the Goro was it, it was a Goro, yeah, it was it was weird. Um, I uh, also just want to take a moment to to the brains trust behind whoever's creating the logos for the Mortal Kombat games needs needs some sort of like raise or reward because it's a good logo. It's very simple, but it illustrates the the entire title. Very and it's easy. super stylized and I love it. It looks so great. I'm, I'm staring at it now. It's, it's mesmerizing. I love it. Um, it's very, very clever. Uh, but yeah, I like this trailer it, again, very similar to that, that uh, Scorpion um, uh, Sub-Zero fight that we saw. Except this time it's Scorpion versus Raiden. Raiden. And we will come back to this trailer later, but I do want to say, mm when like when it got uploaded to like YouTube proper, mm-hmm. and you go and track it down and watch it, it was a an extra surprise, a nice surprise to see on the list of consoles it's coming to. This thing will be on Switch. Yeah, very interesting. I didn't notice that when I I, I was messaging you, and you're like, "Notice anything else in that trailer?" And I was like, "No." And you sent me the thing about it being on Switch, and I was like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, like and. It, even even up up until like today, I was like, "But what, is it really?" But today, the Nintendo YouTube channel uploaded the trailer. And I was like, "Wow, that's fuck, that's crazy!" Like it'll it'll take a hit on like visuals and performance and that. But Mortal Kombat coming back to the Nintendo to a Nintendo platform in all its violent glory. Oh yeah, I wonder if that there's got to be a cheat code in there to turn I the, hope so. the blood. I really off. Ho- like knowing. If, Ed Boon and how much fun he likes to have. I mm-hmm. hope it's in there. And it's only on the Switch version too. I hope Green that, Blood. Yeah, Green Blood on the Switch version. That's the only version you can get Green Blood on. God, could you imagine the people? Because there will be people out there that will complain about that and go. Yeah, because like, why wouldn't you want to play with it? <laughs> oh, exactly. Of course, it's pretty funny though. I'd love them if they did that. Um. All right, let's blaze through a couple. Dead by yep. Daylight stuff. <sighs> it looked cool, but I mean. It does, but it's nope. Yeah, it's a nope for me. Um, Rage 2. Got a release nope, date. Nope, it's just a release date. <laughs> got a release date. That's exciting. Um, and it's got a really great song by Danny Brown in it. Really love that song. Listen to that today on the way to work. Um, but yeah, but not, not much else there to report. May 9th, I believe, from memory. It's coming out. Um, May 14th, I think. 14th? Maybe, okay. maybe it's different dates for different regions. That's the one I'm seeing here, though. Okay, May 14th. Yeah, I would go with that. I'm not actually looking at one. I'm just going from what my memory was recalling. If it's not oh, great, you were you were close. Well, if it helps, close. yeah. I don't know. The nine stuck out in my mind for some reason. Points anyway. for trying. Yeah, gave it a red hot go. Uh, we got the. I was going to say the Fortnite rock block, but it's called the block. So, um, a whole bunch of Fortnite stuff. They talked about season seven, which launched that day. It's snow and ice and things, Christmassy stuff. I don't know. Uh, and the block is like a creative mode, essentially. I actually think the block is pretty cool. So it's th- neat. Th- that that part of this is a dope for me. Not because I'm gonna suddenly boot up Fortnite and play it, but because of what this is a neat little thing that actually encourages people to build in Fortnite, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. So risky where where risky reels was, which is look at me with my my Fortnite knowledge. Um, Got the knowledge, man. It was the driving movie part. Um, is gone. Um, and. 
there is this thing called the block that's there now. And apparently in the creative, if you've got the creative mode, you can build stuff, upload it. And every, how often are they up, like updating? Is it like every six it's hours like, or something? It's crazy. Like, how, like didn't this drop live in so, Fortnite as it was happening? Like that's insane. If nothing else, if nothing else, mm-hmm. I love that stuff that Fortnite's doing. I it's like hundred percent l- dropping it live in a server. Like, yeah, there you go. See, I feel all of you now. Imagine just ah oh, man, that just being there when it happens. Yeah, and say, oh my god, what is this? Yeah, um, and then looking over at your other TV that you've got running the game awards and being like, oh, what the fuck? It's the same thing. It's um, very cool. But yeah, it's it's gonna yeah feature creations from people in the community, which is really neat. Gonna skip over this next one because I want to save that to last. Um, <laughs> can build up to it. Survived by uh, is in early access. Cute trailer. I, I mean, I, again, don't remember it, so it's probably a nope from me. Um, it was like that. I can't remember who. It, I feel like it's made by someone important, but um, yeah, it's kind of got like a rogue legacy vibe to it. Um, but yeah, uh, Devil May Cry Five. Gonna try for that. Dope. Uh, because <laughs> yes, if you own an Xbox, yes, do yourself a favor and go and download that demo. I haven't done it yet, but I need to go, do that. <laughs> do yourself a favor and go and download that demo. I need to, but also pull your devil trigger. Well, well, that wasn't the only thing we got from from Devil May Cry at the the Game Awards. We got fucking Devil Trigger performed live, and at I'd last. been I'd been at a punk and metal festival all day thrashing about, headbanging my, my my little heart out. And I must admit, I was exhausted and tired once I got to this. So I, I, I gave a good, little bit of a thrash on the couch. That's Had, really, man, Devil Trigger is a banger of a song. It was great. It just reminded me of when, when Mick Gordon played. And they were just like, we're fucking stoked to be playing our, our video game song yeah, live on stage. Yeah, they were so excited. Yeah, it was great. Um, and yeah, it's a, good song. it's a fucking great song. Fucking great song. Um, but that's pretty much all the big, big announcements. Nothing else really sticking yeah, no, out. No, absolutely nothing else. Like, nothing else. Nothing the else. The really saw was Nintendo constantly reminding us that Smash was coming out. Yeah. Like, was, yeah. Oh man, don't forget Smash. Smash yeah. is coming. That's all Nintendo had there. They definitely didn't have anything else that may have made me like tear up with excitement slightly. Fair wrong, I'm, I am bitter. <laughs> Nintendo. Where is it? I know. Look, I right, before Where we jump in, let, before we jump into the positive stuff, we'll end on a positive note. Let's get this out of the way because there was no Metroid, and I yeah, that was a bit of a surprise to be honest. Like nothing at all. Yeah, it's um, when when Reggie was wearing wearing a, a Ridley shirt, I was like, yeah, this is not fair. You're like, you're not allowed to do this. And yeah. then to get no Metro, I was like, like what we got was still amazing. And I love it, but I'm still yep. just like, I just, I want to see it. Just let me see it. I know. I know. It's show me anything. Yeah. I, I am honestly surprised. The two things I'm surprised at that we didn't get no Kojima and death stranding. Yep. Whatsoever. Not even a, not even a whisper of that. Uh, and no I Metroid. Think, I think just before the game award started, Kojima tweeted out, but he wasn't there. Right. Okay. Makes sense. It was just like, sorry, we 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 won't be there this year. We're hard at work, like on death training. But honestly, like that game's coming out next year. I think. I yeah. As the as the months go on, I'm like, yeah, I kind of believe. I think, I think Walmart Canada was 
is on to something. I, I, yeah, I, I would not be surprised. Um, honestly, it was surprised I didn't, we, we didn't see it at kind of funny thing. I thought that might've been a, like a wild card entry they would have got. Cause who knows what those guys could have potentially got had that sleeve. Wait for that PS5 reveal, man. That's when you'll see it next. Yeah, true. Very true. But Kyron, Kyron, the best, I am so glad that I decided to go spoiler free and not look at anything because this genuinely shocked me with excitement. I think it shocked everyone. And I, oh my God, it's, I've watched this trailer like eight or nine times just because it gets me so hyped every time I watch it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, was it, what was it following? I think it was, was it following the Fortnite stuff, wasn't it? I have no idea. All I remember is Jeff started talking and the screen cut to black. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got like static on the screen and then in the center of the screen, we got the uh, Phantom Thieves logo. And I was like, people, it's ha- people, something's happening. People got their expectations. It was interesting to see, watch people react to that, actually. Well, I mean, I, I went through that. I was like, shit, it's real. Like, there's a there's a new edition of this coming out. It seems, it felt like a, a good time to announce something like that as well. I was like, this would make sense. I could... When did you... When did it click for you? I... I think it was when Morgana said, we've... We're... we're we're not sending a card. We've been invited. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. That fuck. was that was about when it happened for me. Like there's a part with the the um like the light. You could for yep. a brief second, for a hot second it's the smash emblem. And the sound and effect even, as well. Yeah, and it, it honestly, even when Joker like jumped, it was side on and he sort of like launched himself up. I'm like Oh, he does too. Hang on. Um Is this is this what I think this is? And I love I love that all the cast was there doing like specific audio for this trailer being like he's like joker here i'm sneaking i'm in the theater and they're like he's going to the game awards by himself what's he doing and i'm like this is the best i don't even know what this is yet but this is the best um so i mean obviously dope (laughs) like do we even need to say it It was no but we we need to keep the rules in place here's here's the thing so obviously it's huge. Joker is the first downloadable character in the Fighters Pack for Smash. Oh my god! Huge implications here, but yep. I don't want to skip over this because I mean, cool. Joker's gonna be playable. Joel. Yep. The best soundtrack in video gaming uh-huh. just got better. Uh huh. This is the thing. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I had that thought sitting on the couch. I was standing up. I had like tears like, in my eyes with excitement because I was so tired by that point. It was like three in the morning. I'd been up since like 10 a.m. And I was, I'd been at a festival all day. At that point, I'd been, I'd watched all this, this game awards and I, I had a great time. I had some pizza. I'd relaxed and I was just emotional. And I was like excited by just the mere thought of having a persona character to play as in Smash Brothers. And then I, it dawned on me. I was like, each of those packs has music and a stage, and I freaked the yeah. fuck out. And honestly, we're probably getting spirits too. Oh my god, yes, Kyron. Like, there is a part on the menu on the game where there's, like, spirit-related event gifts, or you can get gifts oh. during events. So, like, I reckon that's going to be a thing. And it puts us in a really interesting place mm-hmm. for the DLC. Because, I mean... I myself, honestly, when 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 Sakurai tweeted that Nintendo had picked for five characters, I was like, "Oh boy, they are just going to be promotional stuff for the you know this next year's games." That's out yep. the window now because Persona Five isn't on Switch. 
probably won't be on Switch, but Joker is going to be in Smash. Well, here's the thing. Probably won't be on Switch, but I mean, maybe now? I don't know, man. Like, Atlas is weird. Atlas is weird, but they've let this happen. I mean, this is money. This is free money for Atlas. I I know, but and people will go out and buy Persona Five on PS4. Like, Switch is getting Shin Megami Tensei Five. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm still in the camp of it's probably not happening. I don't know. I I I don't want to get hyped up about it or anything like that. But I just feel I feel this means something. I don't know. It's hard just by seeing this as the first character release. I think once we see the next one and see what maybe what their thought process is behind. I mean, do you have any picks for for four remaining slots now? Well, fucking anything, anything's on, anything's on the table now. Like there's, it could be anything. I have no idea. I'm confident that that Banjo's a lock now. Yeah, actually you're probably right. I think Uh, maybe even Crash. Crash, I reckon we'll be in there. Yeah. And I reckon we'll get, um, we'll get our, our, Actual Square Enix rep with Dragon Quest XI's main character, or Sora. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm still happening. I'm still flying the flag. I'm gonna do it. If man, if Nintendo and like Disney and Square can all reach an agreement, because don't forget, Sora is Disney as well. Yeah, but he's I mean, not, he's not purely Square. Technically, Nintendo already got an agreement with with Marvel, and that's kind of Disney with Ultimate Alliance Three. I mean, that sort of that depends on how who who. Worked it out with Team I'm, Ninja. I'm clutching at straws here. I know, but I mean, I just want to. I want to keep the dream alive. I mean, hey, I'm not. I don't want to stump anyone's dreams. I just, you, given how Square has played ball with Cloud, I think they're in this for money. Yeah, and that's why I think it'll be Dragon Quest Eleven Heroes since Dragon Quest Eleven comes to Switch next year. Yeah, I think. Like, I, look, I think that's probably the more it's honestly, spot it's on either answer. That or it's Chrono or it's Geno. Like, it's, those are the three. I think. Yeah. Um. But again. We've got Joker from Persona 5 in this game now. So anything's possible. Fuck it. Yeah, I just think that was a bit easier. It's a more cut and dry deal than dealing with like Square and Disney. Yeah, true. When Nintendo's when Nintendo's pretty heavily in bed with um Universal and Illumination and all that stuff. True. Man, I I just I cannot believe this is a thing. Do you know, Joel, who's actually now back in the game as well? Who? As a as a possibility. We could get Sub-Zero or Scorpion. Fuck. It could happen. Oh my... I'm also not willing <sighs> to write off like Leon Kennedy or Dante or anything like that either. What about Goku? Like, Will you chuck him back in there again as well? If, man, that's for... Goku's the dream. When I, Goku comes, look, that's it. <laughs> I love it when Goku comes, not if. <laughs> it's, it's, it's when. Like, it's the dream when that happens. Yeah. When Sakurai drops his no anime or manga stuff, it's like Goku's here... We're good. <laughs> it's going to spirit bomb everyone into into oblivion. <laughs> you can get Freezer as a spirit. Yeah, <laughs> works because he's dead. Oh, no, he's alive. Sorry, he, a, he was dead. I, I hit a raw nerve. Um, man, he's alive now. It's fine. I just, I, I'm, I'm actually speechless about how excited I am by this. I also really liked how. Just how cute they got with the line when he's when he um, summons his persona with the I am Val, Val art I. Because like mm-hmm. it's true. Also, you're also the announcer, and now you're also a character, yep. Sander Mobius. So good work. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I, obviously the internet fucking flipped their lid. It did. It exploded. Like uh, who? Oh. 
No one saw Joker coming. No. And how did this... How was this kept secret as well? This is huge. This is massive news. Well, it, it helps that Nintendo didn't hide any goddamn character data on Smash Ultimate. True, yeah. Like, remember how Ryu leaked because of that? That's, and that's right. And that patch happened? Yeah. Boy, that's disappointing. Because otherwise he would have been like a similar tier of excitement. That's true, yeah. Cloud didn't leak and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, when they announced Cloud, I was like, At how? As if, why? <laughs> how we, How is Cloud in this game now? And now Joker's here too? Good God. Everyone's here. Everyone is here. Everyone is here. And we get to play we get to play Smash Brothers whilst listening to like Rivers in the Desert or What do you reckon Last his Surprise stage is gonna be? Uh I don't know. I heard an interesting idea that it could be like a like a, a moving stage that goes through a bunch of maybe palaces. I really think a safe bet is on casino. Yeah, I think so too. Colorful, interesting stage could still have that because you can be up on you could be up on the chandelier, have the ground floor, or there's there's still interesting tiers there. But I just think Kasuna was a colorful, interesting backdrop, and it's technically the intro to the game to percent exactly. Five, and you so. could also have like the um the rest of the cast in the background doing stuff. True. Oh man. Oh know, right, it's gonna be amazing. And if you were not, if you were like, oh. I don't know if I want to get the fighters pass. Oh, Nintendo it. was just like, here, get stuff. You're buying it. I was already buying it clearly, but like, this I was know. like, I, I shot money out of my palms at the TV. I was just like, take it. Um, I'm also, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that maybe there'll also be some not persona five songs. Maybe we'll get three and four stuff too, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, true. I will, Cause we don't really know how many, it's that they say like a handful of songs. Yeah, I they think. say tracks. So I reckon like, obviously we'll get like the battle theme. And the and probably the opening theme, yes. Probably yes. "Rivers in the Desert" just because it's a damn good song. Last surprise, "Rivers in the Desert." Um, yeah, the the battle music. Fuck, I hope they put the battle music in there. They have to. Like, it's a fighting game. It's gonna be there, or, and it would be nice to have the battle themes from um three and four as well. I, that might be yeah, true. I'd like the the um the victory song as well. The battle victory song. My, yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's not long I don't enough. Have it, it, I, well, because honestly, one of them is probably bound to be a new remix, so it might be one that incorporates the battle song and the victory song. I swear to God, I'll stab my ears out if they put the memento song on there. Oh god, I will, I will, I will, I will be very sad. <laughs> I hope we get actually. You know what? I hope we get a medley. Actually, that's a good point. Of it's all those little, sort of... those little those songs that are just like essentially thirty second to a minute songs, and you do a medley yeah. of those. Do you reckon we'll get any of the remixes from the dancing games? Maybe. I mean, maybe. At this point, like... Because I know it only says a handful of songs, but I think Atlas knows how popular its music is. Yep. And how big the Smash soundtrack is, so why not? Because it's Persona, just go, here's a few extra. Like. Exactly. And there's no, like Atlas doesn't have any other representation in the game, essentially. Exactly. So, exactly. so I mean, it's, oh, man, it's exciting times to see what... Like, from here on out, anything can happen. I, I just... I am still speechless and in awe of this this happening. Um, it was the perfect end to a very, 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 very good day. I'm so interested to see how he plays as well. Yes, but what did Joe use? Was it daggers? Was it? It was daggers, wasn't it? Oh god, it's been a while. Um, I feel like it was daggers, and yeah, he's had his pistol. Well, yeah, because he's gonna have to have the range attack with the pistol. I wonder if it'll just be like a neutral B. But like like uh, Bayonetta, like Bayonetta or something like that. Probably. Yeah. Oh boy, 
Like I'm just his moveset's gonna be so cool. <laughs> Morgana as a uh, as like a counter or something. Oh, if they give him a counter, I'll be furious. <laughs> his down B is probably gonna involve his persona somehow. I thought that'd be Final Smash. Maybe. Or Final Smash is like, oh, Kyron. You know what it is. You know what it is. John. I know what, you it, know is. what it is. And it's it's yeah. the all out attack. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Oh man, I'm in. God that's damn why it. I, that's why I reckon he's down. But I mean, maybe it opens with his persona or his Final Smash, but I think his Final Smash is an all out attack. It has to be. Yeah. Or it's like, it's the all out attack, and then he's like, our persona comes out, our send comes out, and then like. Because again, that's another way you can you can incorporate the other cast members. Maybe having have it be random, which three are there with you. Oh yes, know. it's possible. To just, and that can just appease people who like the entire Persona Five cast. I oh man, I I could I could talk about this for, forever, but I feel like oh, we, I should, we should we well, should uh, man Smash DLC just got a whole lot more interesting. Yeah, it really did. It really did, and it was already exciting and interesting. Um, but yeah, this this all bets are off. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the, the game awards. Yeah. Apart they were very from, good. Apart from the awards, but, uh, yeah, video game orchestra were amazing as usual. Um, I'm glad they got used more. It was very good. It was cool to see, um, uh, Lena, I can't remember her last name, um, from Celeste getting to play her songs yes. with the orchestra on stage, which was fucking awesome. Cause that, that soundtrack is so good. Um, I think it was nominated for best soundtrack, wasn't it? I feel like it was one of the nominees. Yeah, it was. Yep. Um, but yeah, the the live performance of the Red Dead Two stuff as well. Oof. Yeah, it was pretty. Also, my pretty special. Uh, my first time hearing the other sort of versions of Unshaken as well. Yeah. So I've obviously heard the particular version I got mm. for my. Yep. For, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. And obviously there are other versions you can get for other things, and now I've heard those versions. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that, that, that is a thing, uh, that happened, and it was very, very good. Uh, yeah. What else? That's about it for the Game Awards. 2018, it's all over. Another successful Keeleys. Yeah, another one in the bag. Again, I feel like we say it every year, but best one yet, I think. just... I love the passion that Jeff Keighley brings to this. The amount of people that he had there this year as well. Like he was, he was calling in all his best connections. Jonah Hill was there. Brennan Urie was there. Wait, can we, can we talk a bit for jo- about Jonah Hill? Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know how, I don't know how sold I was on him wanting to be there. Yeah. Yeah. That was the nothing, one that no, was the, nothing personal. That was but like, I was like, mm. that was the one that was the hardest to believe. Brennan Yuri is so charismatic that I was like, and like, but Brennan Yuri also introduced a really good category for him, and like Jonah Hill was for the um the industry icon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah industry icon. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit weird. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. And I, I believe he likes and is passionate about the industry, but yeah, it was just like, I don't know. Maybe like maybe he was nervous, but I'm like, you're an actor, so I don't know. I mean, like, but um, we got like the rest of the presenters they they called in were great, like the Russos, the Duffers, mm-hmm. obviously. When they got out, um, Christopher Judge and 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 Bowie. Oh, fucking brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, so, so good. good, lovely, lovely show. Now, after all that, you would be forgiven to think that you know what else could we potentially bring to the table? But no, kind of funny stepped into the ring this weekend, uh, just gone with their 
what started as kind of a joke, I think, uh, at the kind of funny and Greg Miller. Um, yeah, it started as a bit of a joke when uh, Sony announced that they weren't doing PSX this year, and that was usually always the day after the Game Awards. And um, obviously, kind of funny being quite uh, pally with the the Sony people. They were, and also, you know, just in the games industry in general, they were very excited about PSX and would also do a lot of coverage based around PSX as well. So um, I think Greg sort of went, "Hey, we're going to do our own thing, and we're gonna we're gonna put on our own." press conference basically um and reached out to anyone that wanted to maybe get, showcase a bit of light on on their game um and I'm, i believe he said as well i've heard him say that he expected maybe like 14 15 game like a handful of games make a 15 minute presentation and like that'd be it but he's the the response was a little bit more overwhelming I think than he at first anticipated, and uh, it really hit home about how many connections and how many friends they do actually have in the industry, which is really neat. Uh, and thus, the kind of funny game showcase was born—a uh, just over an hour long presentation, pre-recorded at various spots throughout San Francisco where they're from, uh, and a whole bunch of trailers. I believe the final count was like sixty-eight. It was something. a lot, Joel. Yeah. So much of it. So much of it I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like a, it was like a Nintendo Direct on steroids. Like it was bananas. Um, but yeah, they pulled it off, and it was really awesome. I really thoroughly enjoyed it for their for something again that started as a joke. It was, uh, it was really cool to see them actually pull it off. And it's the cool thing about kind of funny is like they they'll say something whether it be as a joke or not, and then. They'll start, you know, putting their mind to it a little bit, and next minute it's it's here and it's happened, and they've pulled it off, and they might be almost dead, but uh, they they they've set out what they they've done what they set out to do, which is really cool. Um, so we're gonna continue on with our dope or nope with this, um, and just blaze through this one. I heartily apologize to mm-hmm. probably more than half of these games I'm going to nope because I don't remember oh, yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, and me too. It, it is an interesting thing to bring up where it's like, maybe, I don't know, I feel like at a certain point maybe you, there's too many trails in your presentation. Yeah. Like, it's still cool. Like, it's great. And, like, all it was great seeing all these indies get spotlight. But, like, I, I was just browsing a list. I'm like, I don't remember half of these games. And yeah, I feel bad I, about it. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and that's true. But it, it's just... I guess it, that's a testament to how big the indie scene actually is. Like these are oh, all yeah, varying sure. degrees and sizes of teams and whatnot as well. And it's not all just indie games. There are a couple of um, AAA stuff in there as well. Not, not massive things. Not massive things, but um, but cool nonetheless. That they that they the, they the were anthem here. one wasn't very cool. No, no, it, it was yeah, it was fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, the other one that sort of rounded out the show was pretty neat. Uh, but both of them were pretty neat, actually, that rounded out the show. Uh, but kicked off with a with like a, a really cool video with a whole bunch of different people from the industry talking about why they love games and why they make games or why they play games. Uh, and again, if there's one thing that kind of funny does really well, uh, Tim Geddes is like the master of of hype videos. Um, I, the, the, if you've ever watched any of their kind of funny live like videos that they put out um like the intro videos to those are always just epic and 
make you feel good and really just set the tone for what's about to follow. And this is no exception to the rule. Um, but yeah, uh, kicking off after that, we got a uh, another trailer for uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, uh, which we found out was actually... What, did we get a release date at Game Awards? Or no, it just showed up I, saying it was going to be on Epic Store. Yeah, I think that's all we heard. I, I don't know. Yeah, so um, it is, yeah, coming in April. Not much more to say about that. Super Meat Boy. So I guess, not that I don't like it, but it's a dope. It's a note from me. Yeah, it's um, a note from me. They, like, it still looks good, but nothing yeah. really to say about it. Yeah, it's it's Super Meat Boy, but more of it. Uh Next trailer we got was for Y2K, a pod, postmodern RPG. Um, Kyron, this is a dope for me because I'm very excited for this game. Uh, but we finally got a release date for it, which is really neat. Uh, I, I guess it's a dope for me. Yeah, I, I mean, there's not again, not much to talk about here. It was just a new, it was a new trailer though, uh, with some more voice acting. Uh, I believe Ashley Birch was in there, which made me very very excited. It sounded like um, her. And it's it, this game's really really neat. Um, it's uh, Greg Miller's been like flying this. Like that's how I heard about it. Was Greg talking about it on a uh, games cast? He played it at like Judges Week, like two three years ago now. Um, but uh, the devs, I think one of their family members actually passed away halfway through the the development cycle, and that that's why sort of things were all quiet um, to do with Y two K in the the last year or so but um there's been you know steam like steadily was uh starting to gather more traction and and finally we've got a release date for it on pc and nintendo switch in january 17th 2019 just before my birthday thank you very much ack studios i didn't know that was the date god damn it yep i'm making time for it i'm making time for it uh, I I will check it out probably after Resident Evil and Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's a it, it's a, a a hipster persona like game set in the nineties. I mean, like I actually played it. I think at PAX two years ago now, and um, they had it set up there, and I played a little bit of it. Um, and then there was a demo you could download as well. I wonder if that's still up. There's like a PC demo you can download. Really cool stuff though. Moving right along again, we've got At Sundown, which uh, the trailer featured very heavily. The guys from Kind of Funny, because they did play it on a Party Mode episode, their Let's Play series. Um, what do you say, Kyan? I don't remember this game, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a party game, so it's it's, it's a, a note from me. Um, looks neat, though, um, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. And I remember watching that um, Party Mode they did in it, and it looked interesting, but... Yeah, sorry. Um, after charge, can't remember this one. See so what I mean? A, <laughs> that's a note from me. Uh, I'm assuming note from you. I guess, like, yeah. I'm honestly, I've just, I've started just having to Google these as we bring them up because I, I don't remember any of these games. It's fine. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll the ones that we, we, we're, we're mostly interested in will stick out to us. So, um, and that's what this is all about, I guess, in the end. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Nope. <laughs> yeah, nope for me. I have no attachment to that series. Neat that it's got a release date and it's coming out finally, but not for me. Uh, Quarantine Circular from Bithyl Games. 
I mean, this game is a it is a dope, but I don't have much to say about it, having not played it, because it seems like one of those games you have to play to for, to really talk about it. Well, I mean, the end of the trailer is a dope for me as well, but the end of the trailer says avoid spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I I looked at it on the store. It's only like nine dollars. So yeah, I'm like, well, because like so the idea behind this game is it's basically a game you sit down and play in one sitting. It's yeah, because there's sub subsurface circular as well, isn't there? Sure. That, there's another one. There's another one that has a circular in the title, and it has the same two triangles logo for it as well. I'm assuming that's the same thing. I don't know. Um, looks pretty cool. It looks like yeah, it's like a text adventure. Basically, it's told through messages. Um, I do like those types of games. So, and it's Mike Bithell from who made like Thomas Was Alone and um, oh fuck, mental blank. Ah, uh, what are the ones he made? I only remember Thomas is alone. Yeah, I know Thomas was alone. There's a couple other ones that he's done so far as well. Um, but yeah, pretty neat and a good friend of kind of funnies as well, as far as I know. Uh, Adam's ascending. Mm, I mean, I looked at some screenshots. This one had that really lengthy live action thing, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, I'm nope. <laughs> I'm good. All right, fair enough. Uh, it's a dope for me, and I won't go on about it, but too much. But uh, it's a one man team working on this, so and it that, looks that part pretty, is definitely impressive. Looks pretty neat it. for a one man team, um, and also like it's only just gone live on Kickstarter, so um, I, I'll keep my eye on it. But it, yeah, not a whole lot to it at this stage. But just good work to Nick DiPaolo, um for popping that out there. Uh got some Aussie love next coming in. Moving out from SMG Studios. Clearly a dope. If only yeah, because I love I love SMG's pedigree. They've made so many good games. Yeah, like and good like taking like an interesting concept and just absolutely nailing it. Like I mean Death Squared was uh, like a phenomenon in like that indie party game scene. It's like one of the games to play if you're looking for a fun party game. Um again, Good Friends was kind of funny, which makes sense why they're here. Because um, I remember they they were actually on a couple of their like videos they did uh, in Death Squared, which were quite funny. Um, but moving out is such a great concept. It's all about you, you're a removalist. I got you... um I got very strong again, not in a bad way. I got strong uh, overcooked vibes from it. Hundred percent, yeah. It was like, what if overcooked, overcooked, but with removalists? And I was like, yeah, all right. yep, sounds good. I could get behind that. And yeah, seeing it was SMG Studios as well, definitely the icing on the cake for that one. Yeah, uh, I, will, in... I will be watching out for this one. Yeah, yeah, that might be a, a fun game for uh, you and I to maybe to sit down and play through a little bit of when we get a chance, maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's coming in 2019 at some point. Uh, Opronica, The Stolen Sun from Zen Studios. Uh, this is the... <sighs> The um, this is that first-person dungeon crawling thing, right? I don't know. I I it's remember a, the trailer, but I remember it. Yeah, I remember it not really appealing to me. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so it's a note from me. Moving on, uh, Noodle Cake Games with a couple of games here: uh, Golf Blitz and Motorball, both um, both mobile games. Uh, Noodle Cake are the guys behind Super Stickman Golf, um, which is one of like the the premier. Uh, mobile games on the market and Noodle Cake are very, very, very highly regarded in that scene. So, um, 
I mean, I I think they're dope, but there's not much else to say. Motorball looks like a 2D Rocket League. That's honestly the best way to describe that. Yep, which is fine. Um, it nails, nails it. Yep, yeah, uh, but and I mean, I'll check it out. They make fun games. Golf Blitz sounds interesting. It was a fun trailer, but uh, yeah, not much else to go off there. Conan Unconquered from Petroglyph Games. Uh, okay, so okay, this one I was I was so ready to just to just nope it and throw it under the bus. I know. Yep. But a quick, I did a quick Google of its name because I was like, I need to remember what this game is. Yeah. And then I, it's like, oh, it's an RTS. Neat. I like RTSs. But it sounds like, God, this article is terrible. There's some, there's some decent pedigree behind this game. Okay. Including some of the, some of the Command and Conquer guys. Really? Okay. So this game is, it's shifted from a nope to a dope for me. Right. Uh, I'm sort of impartial, but I'll dope it for, for dope's sake. Um, I mean, again, there's not much to say. It's just really like, like, there's a new RT. Like, RTSs are great and we need more of them. Yeah. And this this is like set in the same universe as like the Conan online game, isn't it? Like it's the same, had the same like logo. Like Conan looked the same. I don't know. I don't remember the logo for that for that online game, honestly. Uh, yeah, it's... Penises? Yeah, the the dick game, yeah. The one with the dicks. Fallacies, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah, plenty of cocks. Uh, but yeah, it's coming to PC in Q2 of 2019. Uh, Lapis Cross Labyrinth from uh, NIS America. It's coming to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch in 2019. Uh, I'm going to dope this just because I lo- it looked yeah, interesting. It looks cool. It's a colorful it looking of- game. It was very colorful. Yeah, I was like, this looks fun. I'm, it's on my radar. I'll definitely check it, maybe check out some more trailers for it and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, uh, that's yeah, 2019 coming for that one. The NIS Love continues with the Romper trilogy coming to PlayStation 4 in 2019, which will have uh, one and two reload. Which are uh, reloaded, which is the the remasters or like the PS4 versions of one and two that were previously only available on on Vita and Dungan Romper V3 as well, and a soft cover art book. If you haven't played Dungan Roper, then play Dungan Roper when this trilogy comes out. And it, like it's a very like I, I've I've never really played the first one, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm not shy to say that the gameplay wasn't exactly what I wanted. But the game itself is very yeah. cool and very interesting. If nothing else, it's worth a shot. If, especially if you like narrative, like visual novel games. Yeah, it's it's got a cool it's got a cool hook to it. Like the whole the whole setup is actually pretty interesting. I should go back and and play them and and oh, go yeah, can, them. You'll be able to pick up the Eventually, trilogy job. one day. Yeah, I will. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I might not, but maybe I will. Uh... The Messenger, Picnic Panic. So this is sort of like a little DLC rock block we had in the middle here. Um, yeah, it's a dope for me because I fucking love The Messenger. I just finished it last week and it was so good. Uh, um, um, uh, a, a dope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't finished Messenger. Okay. I respect it and appreciate it, but it's it's one of those games that I'm like, I will try to get back to you. But the, the DLC does look very cool. Yeah, so and it's a it's free a free expansion coming to PC and the Switch versions uh, next year sometime. 
Um, but yeah, it's going on holiday. Nice. Uh, it's it looks pretty cool. Some of the boss fights and just some more of that fucking amazing soundtrack from um, Rainbow Dragon Eyes. I think his name is. It's it's Rainbow Dragon something. I'm pretty sure they did the soundtrack for that game, which is so cool. It's a really, really good soundtrack. I need to actually listen to it because I know Spotify. it's on Spotify. Mm, it's really, really... It's some of the best chip tune I've heard in a long while from that game. It's really catchy hooks. Um, big fan of The Messenger, so I'm keen to play some more of it. Um, Human Fall Flat Dark. I hear a lot about this game, but... No, it doesn't <laughs> do it don't, for me. Yeah, it's a note for me. Don't recall. doesn't do it for me. <laughs> It's that one with the little blobby men that, like, lots of people playing. Lots of, like, YouTubers playing, doing Let's Plays in it. Um, I've seen it in action, and I'm like, it looks funny. It's fun to watch people play, but, yeah. It, imagine if, like, uh, what's it called? Gang Beasts was, like, a co-op platformer. That's what Human Fall Flight is. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's you. You'll see it, and you'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I, I've, I, you would have seen it somewhere. I, I guarantee. Um, Guacamole Two DLC. This one was awesome because it's hilarious. Uh, it's Greg Miller and his dog Portillo are going to be in the game. It's a dope from me for this one because I'm excited. Yeah, about this. look, Guacamole Two gets a dope. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I want I want to pick this up, and this actually this DLC is actually out now on PS4 uh, and Steam at the moment. Uh, it's coming to Switch and Xbox soon, but uh, it's on Guacamole Two is on sale at the moment, and I'm I'm almost almost ready to pull the trigger on it because I uh, the first one was the first game I ever finished on my Vita when I first got it because I had to wait for Persona Four to come, so I had I ordered it when I bought my Vita and it wasn't there straight away so and it was back when it wasn't $15 digitally so uh but yeah he's gonna be in the game game as shirt the, the shirtless arachnid which is a reference to his shirtless spider-man character that he's been doing throughout the year since the uh in the lead up to spider-man on the ps4 uh which is really really funny stuff um and then yeah you can play as his dog portillo which if you're a fan of kind of funny you know that's kind of a big deal because portillo is kind of like their unofficial mascot um it's pretty neat. I didn't know that you you had to unlock it. You pressed uh, down, down, up, up, right, left, right, left, up, left in the costume shop, and it unlocks them in the game. Cool. Keen for that. Um, all right, some more new games. We've got When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. I mean, it sort of just reminded me of the, the bridge building game. Yeah, it reminded me of that too. I I do like the fact that you can, you actually are in control of like, so it's like a mix between like that bridge builder game and Trials. And I was like, all right, you got me listening now. But I mean, that's pretty much it. (laughs) It looked neat, but uh, yeah. Um, Rival Mega Gun. They, They talked about that, which is out now. Came out like I think a couple of days after, and they were giving away a, a physical copy of Rival Mega Gun, um, because it's getting a physical release, uh, and you can also win a Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, other games getting physical releases are Windjammers and Celeste. 
and I'm going to dope it just because that box art for Celeste looked mighty fine. Uh, it's a dope for me. I still don't really know what kind of game Rival Megagun is meant to be. It looks like a shmup, but is it also a PvP shmup? Because that's kind of me out right there. I don't think it's just PvP. Okay. I, I I assume it's, it's all about like fighting against someone else that's like trying to fly their ship as well while you're fighting the shmup stuff as well. I'm assuming yeah. there's going to be some sort of like single-player component to it as well. It's an, a neat idea, though. I really it like is, the like, idea I, behind I, it. It's a good idea. It's an interesting idea. It's a diff, an interesting twist on, on shmups, mm, which I realize yeah. if, you, if you don't play many video games or you're very recently playing video games, you're like, what the hell? Shmup? What do you... Uh? Is Kyron okay? Yeah. It's, a, it's a top-down shoot 'em up Yeah. Retro as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and a bullet hell is usually another one. Yeah, yeah, bullet hell. Way to describe it. So, um, and I've always yeah, said, I've always said shmup. Shmup. Yeah, it's, it just rolls off the. It just. It sounds nice to say. It does. Shmup. Um, shmup. But yeah, man, that that Celeste box art looks real good. Yeah, Looking, look. If I didn't yeah. own Celeste, I would be all over that. Yeah, I I do own Celeste, and I still am considering it because it's really nice box art, but. Um, if it came with like a soundtrack as well, oh, that'd I'd, be, that'd be it. Like if it was a soundtrack, yeah. I'd I'd jump immediately. I wonder if there is. I'm sure it's limited run games, man. They do that kind of shit. I reckon they might. Fuck, that'd be a uh, such a good soundtrack. Um, cool. And then we got uh, a bit of a montage. So we could probably lightning around some of these, uh, with these montages. I reckon. Uh, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So, we've got Mineko's Night Market. I'm excited for it. Dope, it looks good, but yeah, it was, it was just sort of, <laughs> the trailer didn't reveal anything new. It showed some new stuff, but it was like, yeah, I'm oh, still in on this game, it's fine. It showed some different stuff from the original trailer, oh, okay, but all right. it's like, not much. Um, the Occupation? Don't remember, nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. I, I, Disco Elysium? Um, really interesting art style? Don't remember. <laughs> It looks pretty neat. I might check it out. Maybe. I'll see. Uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, nope for me. It's so the card battling game. And I'm sort of I am it. very much anti-card battle system. Yeah. Like, I like card battle systems. And this one could sway, like, it could sway me. But, um, yeah, at, at this stage, no. Uh, Fae Tactics. I do not remember it. So, it's a note for me. Fae uh, Nope. All right. <laughs> I've got nothing. the word tactics in it though, so yeah, I, I know, which is a cheap ploy. But, um, again, yeah. like I'm just oh, actually, I mean, it's it's a note for me, but I, I'm interested in it. I'm looking at pictures okay. now. I Google right. Google has been my friend this entire thing so far. That's all right. I, I vaguely remembering most of these. The, yeah, the montage ones was pretty quick though. It's so. got charming sprite art and it's a tactics game, so I will probably check it out. Ah, uh-huh, cool. Uh, I can fell. I do not remember it. So I'm very sorry. Happy Ray Games. Um, it's a note from me. I can fell. Actually, it looks sort of like it's a turn turn based RPG. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like without jumping on, like it, it looks very much like Earthbound as well. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Uh. Then we got a couple of uh more like interesting types of games and a little bit more deep dives on games, uh, which started with long gone days. 
This was the best game I saw in this entire thing, easily, hands down. It's one of my favorites that I saw as well. Um, this and the next one I was really interested in. But um, yeah, Long Gone Days is like, it, it's out in early access on Steam right now. Um, I am contemplating picking it up. I'm going to wait for the full release. Yeah, I think I might too, but man. Free is intent. <laughs> I think it, I was reading through like the listing on Steam last night and it was like um, a story about like the repercussions of war told from the perspective of deserters and bystanders and like civilians. I was like, this sounds great. And they sort of focused on like a sniper that was a, a deserter to this army and yeah, trying to sort of survive. And there was a bit of a medic in there as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the sprite work, the, the artwork is gorgeous. It looks incredible. Looks and like, the, uh, I don't know if they're going to be used in game, but the like anime, like cells, the, the, the screenshots they had, yep. they looked impeccable as well. Yeah. Um, and like really cool, like, uh, sniping segments as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see how they play. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the game itself plays because it well, looks yeah, like a true. turn-based, but it's first-person turn. But I don't know; it's weird. It looked interesting though. Definitely on my radar. Mm. But uh, that's coming out in April next year. But it is out in early access now. If you want to bite the bullet and jump in, uh, the next we had uh, a way journey to the unexpected from Pladius Games. This is like a, uh, a a team up between France and Japan. I'm gonna say dope to this because it looks great. Uh, look, it's a dope from me, but this wasn't this, like you've definitely talked to me about this game before. So when I, I saw like it, I was I like, have, yeah. I remember this game. Joel's brought this game up to me. Yeah, I feel like I have, and then I forgot about it as well. But then <laughs> it popped up again, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like a like a dungeon crawling like adventure RPG. That you like recruit have to recruit every character. I think is like recruitable, and then when you recruit them, you can play as them as in first person, and it's batshit crazy. And it's got super cool artwork and like uh, the music and, and and like anime sequence. There's like anime cutscenes as well are being made in Japan, and the games made in uh, in France. So pretty pretty cool stuff. It's coming out uh, to PC in February, uh, and PlayStation Four on February fifth. Nintendo Switch on February 7th and Xbox One on February 8th. Doing a staggered rollout with it. Um, but yeah, I'm def- I'll am i probably check that out. You'll hear me talk about that one again. It looks good. The trailer was very cat. Like, the music they played was just great. And it, it the game was colorful and looks very interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the art style was really, really cool. It was like pixel arty, but like 3D. It was cool. I liked it. Um... Vane coming to PS4. Yeah, I, yeah, this one this one looks cool. It wasn't a new announcement. Yeah, um, it was, so but I it's good it to was. see a date for it. I mean, it's a, it's a nope for me, but the game itself is something I'm keeping my eye on. Yeah, likewise. Um, yeah, exactly what you said <laughs> is how I feel about that. Uh, bury my bury me, my love, coming to the Switch on 10th of January. So I believe this is out on mobile already. Do not remember this game at all. I've heard it being kicked around in the same like echelons of things like a normal lost phone and Florence and that kind of thing. Um, and I'm I'm kind of keen to check it out. 
I actually think I might even pick it up on my phone and sort of set aside a couple of hours and play through it. Um, it's like a story about like, I think, forgive me if I am being really ignorant here, but like Syrian refugees, uh, but, it's all, but it's basically, it's all told through text messages. Um, and you choose, you, there's, there are different choices you can make throughout the game that can impact on the story overall. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting. Mm, yeah, I've, I've I have heard people talk about it and talk about it very very uh, highly as well. Uh, then we had the Wild Eight. Um, I have actually seen this game in action, but it's a nope for me. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember it, so it's a nope for me as well. It's yeah, it's like a survival game. I I only know oh, it because okay. Bernie played it with someone on a game time on Rooster Teeth. Um, but apart from that, yep, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. I think he played with John Risinger, but, uh, then we had some shadow drops. We had Slime Sand Creator, which Slime Sand is like a platformer, I believe. I saw it, I've seen it on Switch, but, um, there's like a level maker, a level creator for it, out for it right now. Yeah. Like a, a Mario Maker-esque sort of situation. Mm. Yeah. Pretty much. It's pretty cool, but you know. I don't know much else about it. Uh, and then Sumo, which is like a party game, I believe. It's basically, from what I could tell, it looked like, you know, the ball games in Mario Party? We go trying to knock people out of the center. Yeah. It looked like that, but with like a Sumo aesthetic and, and a party game based around okay. that. Interesting. I'm like, yeah, it looks neat. Um, that's out already on Steam and Not My Car, which is like a car combat, like, Battle, I think they said Battle Royale. I think, I'm not I think sure. it was Battle Royale, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm keen. Like, it looked interesting. Um, um, look, making it vehicle-based is something. Like, It definitely yeah. has my attention more so. Again, if only because I just wish I had a new Vigilante 8. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just want a single player. Like, like a, a story-driven um, car combat game. That's what I want. Let's not just rely on online gaming. Uh, but yeah, there's a beta start. There's a early access. Oh, it's coming to PC in 2019, early 2019. But there was a beta keys that got sent out during the showcase. Um, then we had uh, a very brief snippet look at Anthem. There is a long, like a 15, 20 minute, ver- uh, six minute, sorry, commentary video. Um, with uh, Mike Gamble from the lead, uh, the lead producer from Am- Anthem that can be watched on kind of funny YouTube channel. Um, Man, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, pretty I mean, much. not to be mean, but like, so it was for Trailer Bull Shown of a Game Awards, but yeah, it's like a six-minute commentary one. And I don't know, like, I I was hoping at least we'd see something new from, from Anthem or I don't know, something. But like, for that to be the thing they brought was sort of like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm... Um, I'm pretty good. <laughs> maybe maybe it would have made me... Because the trailer itself that was shown at the Game Awards didn't exactly get me interested in Anthem. Who knows? Maybe the, the dev commentary will hook me back, but I I haven't watched it yet, and I don't know that I'm going to. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, then we got a bit of, uh, another montage, which was a whole bunch of puzzle games, uh, starting with Color. I can't remember it. Um, um, actually, Color... God, that one... I is can't. it the one with the triangle in the middle? No. 
That's Triwave, I think. Mate, ah, oh, damn it! I'm so annoyed now because I, I, I feel like there was a game about colors. I was sort of like, that looks cool, but I don't know if that was it because there's too many damn games here. <laughs> so I give up. Nope. Triwave. Oh, I see. Chilling, challenging. Yeah, no. Triwave is the. Uh, Triwave is the one that's with the triangle. It looks really cool. I was interested in that one. Uh, I don't remember color though. Uh, Reading Rush was like some sort of it's a, it's a uh, mobile game, but it was some sort of like to do with words, and it was like a RPG almost. Looked interesting, but maybe I'll check oh, it out. Oh, wait, where you're like, is one where is that one where the blocks are falling or something, and you got to type it out? Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, it's something uh, like that. There's a lot of games. Uh, Collapses from Wraith Games. Can't remember this one either. And then Triwave, which I did remember. It looks interesting. It's like a weird puzzle triangle game. Um, lots of neon and colors and things. Um, then we've got our next montage, which was uh, the action adventure so game montage. So many montages. Yeah. Uh, Dawn Thorn. Can't remember that one. Uh, does that ring a bell for you, Karen? Honestly, in this list of, like, I know two of these. One of these games. Yeah, I know. I, I know like because there's a picture of, of a, the trailer here. Yeah, I, I know a couple of them. Um, I knew the distant light. I can't remember that one. Double Cross looks interesting from 13 AM Games. Um, it's like a puzzle platformer. I think I like 13 AM Games. But yes, like, the game too. itself, I don't recall. Yeah, I, I like the look of it. Um, Devil Engine was another shmup. Um, and then Reverie Sweet as Edition. Uh, from Rainbright, so New Zealand devs, I believe you were telling me. I'm pretty sure they're New Zealand. Mm, I could may- be super, super off off point there. I think in the montage they actually mentioned that that it was from New Zealand. So, um, yeah, it's out on PS4 and Vita right now, and it's coming to the Switch in January, February, sometime. Nothing certain locked away. Uh, Virgo versus the Zodiac. Don't remember, but it's out now. It looks um, like some sort of RPG. I don't know. Okay, cool. Neat. Uh, and then Boyfriend Dungeon, getting representation from Kit Fox Games. Uh, coming to Steam in 2019. I will have a copy of that waiting for me when it does launch because I backed it on Kickstarter or whatever it was on. Was it Kickstarter? I don't know, man. Maybe you only backed it. <laughs> it might have been Fig. I don't know. It was on, on one of those. No, you're thinking I backed of it. Sound... Sound whatever was on Fig Soundfall. Yeah, yeah, Soundfall was on Fig. Um, this was on sure. Kickstarter. I'm pretty sure it was on Kickstarter. Yeah, whatever it was on, I backed it because it was fucking cool, and I played it at PAX, and it's great. So, uh, then we went into the, the weird segment when Nick Scarpino appeared and 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 warned everyone we were going to get weird. We saw some weird games like Knife Boy. Um, uh, yep, you you weren't super keen on this. I mean, it's not, it, it's, it's mean, like visually it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, honestly. no, that's totally fine. I, I mean, but it's, it's not fair though, right? Like, but I don't know, like the vision, it, the design stuff didn't really grab me. So yeah, not, no, that's not, not for me. I don't think that's a necessarily a bad thing. I think that's just, you know, you, you weren't feeling that, that uh, particular art style. So, you know, nothing wrong with that. There is a demo out for it as well. Um, I was just looking, but um Q2 2019, Volpine from Clockwork Giant Games. Do not remember this one. It, 
Neither do I. <laughs> uh, Mini Mac Mayhem. I remember this one, but it was only because I was annoyed that it was a PlayStation VR game. It's like a tactics game almost with like little mini robots, like a tactics board game. It's got a pretty cool art style and, and, and presentation. Looked cool, but it's on VR. So sorry. Uh, and then Rhyme 9000 from from Rainbride as well. Interesting. Um, I think this was a shmup as well. Yeah, it is. But it had it was the one that was like supposed to like really fuck with your head. It was like oh, okay. really so it was like that's the hook, re- is it? Yeah, it had like this really weird art style where like lots of things were like flashing and it was really hard to see it. Yeah, it's it looks weird. It does look really weird, but it looks cool. I kind of want to check it out. It sort of piqued my interest. And apparently the, the time frame for that one is within three months and it'll be on PS4. Um then our final montage for the show. Uh, with some multiplayer games, uh, we've got Log Jammers, which looks suspici- suspiciously like Wind Jammers. Um, it, it actually really does. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, from Mega Cat Studios, um, it it's out on PC by the looks of things. Um, Turbo Lance, which is the one where you're all, it looked like kind of like a uh, Star Wars, except you're on motorbikes. You're all trying to like stab each other off the motorbikes. That looks kind of fun. Thunder Rally, I do not remember. Um, for the life of me, riveting stuff. It doesn't um, doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, there's too many games. <laughs> oh, it's a local multi. I do remember this one. Yeah, it's a local multiplayer demolition derby game, uh, and it's the one where like you can you have to try and knock the opponents out of their cars and then run them over. It's actually looked pretty fun. I do remember. I think it's like top down. Um, yeah, it's this one looks pretty neat. Uh, and then wreck out, which oh, unless that's the one that I'm thinking of. That one that sounds because I looked up. It sounds very destruction derby, but I I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch, so oops, I guess. Uh, oh no, this one's this one's wreck out's the one where it looks like a cross between um. Actually, kind of interested in this. It's uh, it looks like a cross between Rocket League and like a Arkanoid breakout game. So it's basically Pong in cars, and then like the goal at the back uh, of each of your sides has like bricks, and you have to like try and slam the ball past the enemy car and knock their bricks out. Um, looks pretty cool. That makes sense. Wreck out because it's like breakout. Um, yeah, that's coming on pretty much everything. Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam in Q2 2019. Um, we're almost there, Karen. We're almost there. Uh, we did get a new trailer for Ape Out, though. What do you say about this one? Uh, it didn't look interesting to me, so it's a nope from me. Really? Oh, man, I am excited for Ape Out. I don't know. Like this... it, Again, visually it looked very nice, but like... I love uh... the soundtrack with like how like it's like this really weird... like. It reminded me of like the soundtrack for fucking Whiplash. It's all these like crazy like jazz drumming stuff, and then like every time like the ape would like it's just basically you're a monkey bait busting out of like like uh, being captured, and you're like busting out and, like killing all these things. It's super stylized, um, and like all the music is like linked to like throwing people at the walls and stuff. It's I'm very excited for this, and not just because it's being produced by Devolver Digital, but it is important to put that disclaimer there. Yeah. It's because it's definitely, you know, it's, it's 
definitely helped it. <laughs> so, um, Fight Night. Which one was this one? Hmm. Oh, yeah, this is the first person dungeon crawling one. This was the other first person dungeon crawling one. Like really hyperactive um, uh, colors and things like that. This actually looks kind of interesting. First person dungeon brawler. So it was all about like hand-to-hand combat as well in first person. Um, it looks like it, it was made in, I don't know, the early 80s, mid early 90s even. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's going for a very specific style. Yeah, I like it. I think I'll keep my eye out for it. Uh, and then t- Tunch. Oh, this one's looked pretty cool. This is the one where you were like so the, dru- the So you were like the druid. Oh, like, wait, no, yeah, like, I remember this one now. Yeah, it's bad, like kick-ass, like female protagonist, and she's like kicking ass. It looked awesome. Um, there's go- It's going to be on Kickstarter in January. Interesting. The, the the combat looked very fun. It did. It reminded me like that Hyperlight Drifter kind of vibe to it. Um, if I'm thinking correctly, uh, it lurks below. I feel like I've heard this being talked about. Oh yeah, this one was like, it looked like uh, Terraria. Oh yeah, but like not. Sandbox like Terraria. Oh, well, I, when I search for it, one of the things is like uh, it, it looks below Terraria meets Diablo. Okay, that's... yeah, that yeah that yeah that rings a bell. Yeah, it looks okay. Uh, and then there was Hardcore or Project Hardcore, which was apparently like a game that was being made for the Sega Genesis. Oh um, yeah, but it's finally seeing life now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it looked it looked like a Sega Genesis game. Take that how you will. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a charm from. I mean, I'm a sucker for sprite art, and it's uh, it it reminds me very much of the um, not not the original Duke Nukem, the second one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know what? I had fun playing that game, so I might actually keep an eye on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, you've you've sold me on that. <laughs> you've turned me around on that one. That makes sense. Back before Duke Nukem was bad. <laughs> yeah, I hate. Apparently, they want to make a movie. They're still Stop making that this movie. Behavior. They still want to make the movie, and they want it to. They want him to be Great. like a Deadpool esque character. Oh and I was God, like, stop it! <laughs> oh, that's a, that's the thing. That's a descriptive word. The, the describing word now is is we want it to be like Deadpool, like Deadpool, but Duke Nukem. Oh no, one you can't. That. You can't. Because people care about Deadpool and nobody cares about Duke Nukem anymore. Exactly. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, let's move on to some fun games. Uh, Supermarket Shriek is like the final stretch of the, the presentation. Uh, Supermarket Shriek looks really cool. I saw this in action at PAX. I was going to play it. Um, it's coming out 2019. It's basically you're in a, a, a shopping cart, uh, like a trolley. Uh, and one side is like got uh, a guy on it, and another guy's got a goat. And you press the left trigger to make the guy scream and move the cart to the the right. And you press the right trigger and it makes the goat bleat. And you go to the the left, and you have to like navigate through like obstacle courses. Basically, um, it's bizarre. I've not seen anything like it before, uh, and thus I am in. That's sure. a, it's a winner for me. 
I, I, I don't know. I just thought seeing it in, in action at um at PAX made me really excited. So see that that helps. Like yeah, seeing mm. it like the, the trailer was fine, but I think seeing it in extended play sessions yeah. would sell it better. It looks it looks really funny and really silly. Um, speaking of games I saw at PAX, I did see this one as well. The Church in the Darkness it is a game. Uh, it's like a top down uh, action adventure game, and it's all about trying to uh, escape. A, a a religious cult um it's pretty cool like it's pretty interesting as i one of the girls that was running the, the booths that was like one of those collectives like those publishers booths and they had like different games it's where i played that taxi driver game at pax oh okay yeah yeah it was um i can't remember the name of it but what it was but yeah and she was telling me about that game and i was like that sounds that's a really interesting subject matter for a game so this looks pretty cool um a fold apart which is like a a a, a, a game about a long distance romance that's basically involves like you folding the screen together to solve puzzles kind of like you know like at the the, the mad foldings mad magazine yeah it's, it's like that it seems very interesting yeah yeah and it, it's got a nice visual style as well it does and it looks like it's going to be like Good vibes, I think. I, I hope it's good vibes. It's going to have a heartbreaking part in, the, in, in, in somewhere in the middle of it, and then it'll no, end okay. on that. Inevitably, that's going to happen. It's going to suck. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Um, Falcon Age, PlayStation VR game about, like, ra- raising a falcon from a baby, and into, uh, it turns into a giant falcon. I mean, you know what? If I had VR, that sounds amazing. But Yeah, I it looks not. great. It, I don't have VR either, but it looks great. I like the fist bump with the falcon at the end as well. It was cute. Um, yeah, so we've got up next Jenny Leclou Detective, which looks pretty cool. And I showed my wife this trailer, and she said something really interesting, and I was like, huh, you're not wrong. She said, it looks like that game with, like, you know, the, the kids on the island, and there's, like, the radio, had, like, radio static. I'm like, oh, like, um... And I've forgotten the name of it now. Come on, Joel. Fucking Oxenfree. Yeah, there we are. I I remembered it when I started saying that sentence, and then I got halfway through the sentence, and it just left me. (laughs) I was like... I love how that was nearly very awkward as well. Yeah, and look, believe me, it was still pretty awkward. Um, But yeah, it's more awkward. Yeah, not awkward unless we make it awkward, guys. Well, that's already happened, so... I'm sorry, Joel. Let's move on. Um, No, it's... uh, it's a pretty fair comparison because the art style is similar in a way. And like the, the speech bubbles and the text as well looked really similar. Um, but yeah, I, I like the look of this. This looks really fun. Um, but yeah, it's coming out sometime 2019. And then finally desert child from Oscar Britton, which came out yesterday. This so, trailer was very, was very manipulative playing on my, uh, cowboy bebop nostalgia. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it was just a Cowboy Bebop trailer, basically, right down to the yeah. the final, the final like the copyright, the trademark at the end was the same like style at the end of yeah. the um the fucking Cowboy Bebop intro, which is cool. I did like the little Centrelink shout out in the trailer for this. Oh, I love that too. Yeah, funded by Centrelink, that was great. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he's uh, Oscar Britton's a, an Aussie. I mean, if Centrelink's there, I assume he has to be, right? Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, there's an American going for a really, like, left-field joke that only a very small pocket of people will appreciate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like a bizarre choice, but hey, why not? 
Uh, and then we got our final three big uh, big drops. Um, Housemark were there. Um, Can I say, Joel? I got very excited when I saw that Housemark had something new coming. Yeah, and then it quickly faded away. Well, I remember I've heard about this. They've talked about this before. Because um, remember, they said that they weren't going to be doing games like Resogun or Next I Machina mean, or Matterfall like, anymore. I wasn't necessarily expecting a game like those, but mm. I'm just not in the market for a battle royale. Yeah, I mean, I'm, look, I mean, Housemark could make me care. To be honest, I mean, like, they could, but like, yeah, it's just not a genre I'm shopping for right now. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately I'm going to, going to nope that and move on over that one, which sucks. But, um, cause then we got, we got a trailer for judgment previously known to us West, our, us filthy Westerners as, uh, judge eyes, um, or project judge. I think it was called at one point as well. I think that was what its initial name was. Yeah. And then like the, the, the Japanese translation was judge eyes and now we've got it. It's called Judgment um, from the Yakuza team and, and, and Sega. Which... Game looks fantastic. Looks like just another Yakuza game, but still looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks like just another Yakuza game, but I'm just waiting for the moment where there's like the part where you got to go to the trial and like do the Phoenix Wright thing. I hope. I hope it's in there. It's really got to be. I, I mean, I really want it to be in there. Oh man, it will make me so happy if they do. Joel Nave just made me you maybe you've reminded me how badly I want a new Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Which now yeah. means that you've also reminded Ben, who will be listening to this probably at some point, that he That's also true. desperately wants a new Phoenix Wright. So but this is snowballed very badly. Mm-hmm. Ben, I so, look forward to your aggressive text. Think uh, about this next time, Joel. Ah uh, nah. If I'm going down taking everyone with me, let's go. Great. Wow, team player um, right there. Yeah, it's me. Uh, uh no, this looks really cool. It looks um, cool, and it, it's neat. weird that it's going to get an English localization, but thankfully it will have dual audio. Yeah, I don't. I honestly didn't mind the the dub. I don't know. Like, it's weird, like because it's it's no Michael Madsen Yakuza. No, it's and not I, that I, level. I do appreciate like voice acting has gotten a lot better, but there was something that just felt so. And again, I understand why you, this is this isn't even like a subverse dub thing for me because I don't care about it, that argument. Of course, but. I mean, it might help that it's judgment, but I couldn't imagine, for example, playing the Yakuza games with an English dub. I just couldn't do it. I I don't know. I don't know whether that's just... Be- I, I, I do agree with you, but I, I don't know whether that's just because Yakuza gets silly sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it does, yeah. But also, like, like I'm always... Yeah. It's, it's like, they are all very Japanese characters. <laughs> it's true. Uh, at, least the, at least the English voice actor... For the, the main character is is of uh, Asian descent as well, so that's they're not like whitewashing it. So that's a good thing. But again, yeah. like it will, it, it does have the audio. So yep. yeah, if you if you've never played a Yakuza game, uh, which what's wrong with you? I mean, go pick up yeah. Yakuza Zero. It's like a greatest hits game now, so it's pretty cheap. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's cheap and so it's incredible. Cheap. It's incredible. It's long, but it's incredible. It's worth uh, you. It's worth it. It's worth twenty bucks. For Cabaret hey Club alone. Hey, Joel. What? Finish Yakuza 0. I've, yeah. <laughs> Karen, I'll add, but, it to the, I'll add it to the pile once I try and finish those Kingdom Hearts games as well. I've got to try and finish it in, oh, I don't know, five weeks. Go squeeze in uh, two more. 
<laughs> I do, yeah, like, oh, God. I thought that, that reminded me of that the other day. I was like, shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think it's happening for you. I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't think it's going to happen, which makes you me mean, sad. But It's a shame because, yeah, Birth by uh, Dream Drop Distance has a lot of very cool things in it. Oh, stop it. Sorry, not sorry. But anyway, I, I digress. Like, yes. if you haven't played a Yakuza game, but the game's always seemed interesting to you, mm-hmm. I would say keep an eye out for Judgment because it's definitely very glimpses of that ridiculous Yakuza combat in the oh, trailer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and once again, just that face capture is so good on these yeah. characters. Just top. And like the, it, it does. it's not as ham-fisted, but like that very, very heavy-handed... Um, this is very serious narrative. But yeah, I think it's, and like it's, the Yakuza it, games did that too, but often yeah. they would, at a certain point of a plot, you're like, oh, wow, shit, this is actually heavy. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, I'm not saying that as a, a, a negative thing either. I'm just saying I was more so losing as a point again to sort of, but Yakuza every now and then you'll get a side quest where there's a naked man that can't control himself and wants to, True. you know, this is Finish true. everywhere. Yeah, or you'll like, find like a, a Japanese knockoff of Michael Jackson. Yes, yeah. Or the guy with like the 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 mobile phone that's like a fucking backpack. Oh my god, yes. Who's, <laughs> who then save, becomes like a save spot for it you. Becomes a save spot. I love it. It's so fucking good. Um, Those guys are crazy. How, I'm, excited. I'm excited for Judgment. Yeah, I am as well. I'm very, very excited. Uh, and then we had our one more thing moment. They got to do their one more thing moment, which was that The Walking Dead, the Telltale series, final season, episode three is coming out 15th of January, 2019. Um, and that, yeah, a lot of the, the uh, OG Telltale staff that were working on it originally are still working on it at Skybound now. Um, their, their team's called Not Bitten Yet, I think. Yeah, it's not big yeah because it's it's a line that Clementine says. Yeah, but I like that they've adopted that as their their moniker now, which is cool. Yeah, look, this is good news if you had the season pass for for the um, final season. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope this this. I sw- I hope it does well. For the, like even a bit like it's so, like the whole Walking Dead thing is a mess. Telltale's a mess, of course. And like 100%. thinking about it just makes me unhappy again because. A lot of people lost their jobs before this all even happened, so they probably won't benefit from anything that happens from this. But I guess at least Walking Dead will be finished and then stop after that, hopefully. I think they will. I don't think, yeah, I think they have to. I think it would be incredibly foolish for them to try and pick it up again. But, I mean, all that aside, that trailer did make me want to play. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I could just play this final season. Uh. <laughs> Anyway. I, I feel like I should at least play the third season, but again, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> Maybe I'll just watch someone play it. Well, it's, that's not a bad idea. It's like, the same I, thing. I, Telltale themselves will not be happy with that, but it's an option. Yeah, well, Telltale I, I know, themselves can I go. Know. Well, they don't, the, they don't the, exist anymore, do they? Yeah, exactly, you know. So are they going to fucking tell me what to do? Motherfuckers. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. They probably Telltale, off. Telltale will remember this. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, that was the end of the kind of funny press conference game showcase thing. Um, It was uh, really good. And I, I'm super, super impressed with their effort and, and the the level 
of quality that they put into it, which I did expect from them because I, I, like I said, I've watched their kind of funny live videos and things like that. And I just, I really like kind of funny and it makes me so happy when they do succeed because they do work their fucking asses off. Um, and yeah, this was just a really cool thing that happened that hopefully will happen again next year. Who knows? Oh, we're getting a PSX next year, so we'll see. <laughs> I I honestly think they might do this again. Maybe not. Maybe not at this time of the year if they do do a PSX, but like, um, I reckon they might do this again. It depends if Tim's up to it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean Tim. Tim likes to like borderline kill himself over these projects, but I mean it's just he. It's only because he cares, and he oh he yeah does such a good job with it too. Uh, I mean they all do. It's not just Tim. Like you know Greg pulling in all these contacts wherever he can and things like that as well is really impressive to hear about. And um, there's actually a a, a game over Greggy show episode that's like the lead up to it. I haven't watched it yet, but it's them talking about the process and everything of them of going through getting everything organized and whatnot. I'd like to see like a post one now, like a post breakdown of it all. But uh but there you have it. That's it. On the uh on, on the kind of funny games showcase. Okay, so we've got all the massive mammoth amounts of uh game awards and, and kind of funny games showcase stuff out of the way. Joel um, I'm drowning in all these announcements. <laughs> so many why can't I hold all these announcements? Because it's it's impo- like it's physically impossible. Yeah, pretty much. There's so uh, many of them. There's so many of them. Uh but we're gonna wrap things up with the bonus round. Bonus round. Our bonus round is normally our question and answer segment of the show, but we're not having questions this week. This week, it's all about results. We're gonna we're gonna crown a winner, the very first winner of our uh, of our game awards. Um, I guess our annual game awards. We'll probably make it a thing now. I assume so. Uh, our bets that we both placed. Um, now we actually don't know. It's gonna be like a live reacts because we but we don't know who who won here. We should probably announce mistakes first. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we have no idea. We both have a number of how many right answers that we got. We don't know each other's numbers yet, but we did say there will be stakes, and those stakes are whoever loses this bet has to buy the winner the fighters pass for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Which, I mean, we're, but we were both going to get it anyway. But yeah, man, exactly. after after the game awards thing, it just felt appropriate. But that ended up being our stakes. Yep, <laughs> we did. We did. We did decide it before the showcase even happened. But... We did. Yeah, this we actually decided about, it and we're like, no, we'll wait until the actual episode to announce it. And then suddenly, we yeah. got DLC announcements, and I still am shocked. I I cannot believe it's a thing, Kyron. Um, I know Joker and Smash is going to be it's going to be a thing. All right, so. Who, 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 would you like me to reveal my number first? Or would you like to reveal your number first? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal mine first. <laughs> You'll reveal your number first. All right. All right. So here we go. Based on my my tabulate my scores, which, funnily enough, people could always fact check us. Fact check us if they want to. But I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Uh, my score was sixteen. Kyron. Yes. I have 15. 
one point difference. Oh, Joel. You've won by one point. To the victor goes Joker. <laughs> exactly. But one point. What, I'm trying to think. What did you pick for Game of the Year? Did you pick Red Dead for that? I didn't. I okay, so you picked God of War as well. So that's yeah. so live. I thought that was the one where we may have differed. There that's was interesting. a couple. I think the couple of like, um, did you end up going for Arthur for performance? Yes. That was one of them that I didn't get. Um, and uh, audio design as well. I went God of War. Um, um, oh no, and, I did. I did Red Dead for audio design as well. And art, art, I did God of War as well. I didn't get that. See, Art I said Octopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there were a couple of those middle ones where I was like, that's... And at the start of it, I was like, well, this is not going well. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad it was close, if nothing else. That was really good. That was really close. Well, congratulations, good sir. Thank I you. Will, uh, I will sort that out as soon as I can, and I'll, I'll figure out a way how I'm going to do that, because I can't gift it to you, so... I mean, you could probably just buy, like, a an eShop card or something. Yeah. Do they do $30 ones? Anyway, well, I'll sort that out. That's that's my problem to deal with as, <laughs> as the loser. I have to... If I have to just wire you money with the sole purpose of, like, use this for Smash, um, I'll do that. But, Smash only or I'll know. Yeah, exactly. Watch out. I'll check your... I want, I want transaction... Receipts. <laughs> like screen screen yeah. cap. Yeah. yeah. Show me your receipts. <laughs> Give me your receipts. Um but yes. Congratulations, good sir. Thank you. And thank you for participating, Joel. It's fun. And we I definitely think we should do that again. Or even just more often with other things, depending on what the schedule and the future holds for game reveals, announcements, etc. Even if we just have like a, a topic of conversation where we disagree on, we could just do a casual bit there as well. We'll see how we go. That's the easy always dropping off on us. Yeah, it really is, yeah. Like, those bets are just so good, and having a little wager, a friendly wager, over, like, the, the awards winners was fun. And yep. And I feel like I've got a taste, but we'll see. <laughs> You've got... The, the gambling's got you hooked now. <laughs> At least it's relatively harmless gambling. Well, true. Just just remember, though, like, you know, don't get too hooked, because that's how Cuphead and Mugman ended up in trouble. Oh, it's true. Hmm. So... Um, but I reckon, Kyron, that is a, a long one, but yeah. albeit an episode. I I was feeling pretty confident, Joel. I was like, oh yeah, Game Awards pretty brisk. Uh, I'm sure the showcase will be good. And then by the end of it, I was like, what have we done? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That was that was partly my fault because I um. No, no, it's not. It's I like, pushed for that. <laughs> it, I, it's it's great. Like it's so good to see so many indie games. But like at, as soon as the like the showcase finished airing, I was just like, there was a lot of games in there. I believe like, the final count was sixty nine. So nice. Also, yeah, uh, nice. And also, so many games. Holy like, shit! Yeah, like and a lot of them are like very early next year. So gaming once again, twenty nineteen is gonna rock. There ain't no time to slow down. You got you no. got like a week over Christmas, and then you're back to it. I've, your backlogs, they they aren't ready. Nope, nope. They are just gonna grow, and grow, and grow, and grow forever, infinitely. Oh boy! All but right. take us home, Karen. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it. Uh, whatever podcast you listen to us on, what platform it is, you can pick whether it's Podbean or Podchaser or iTunes or Spotify or any other number of them. Uh, any sort of reviews you can drop us or shares or likes. 
deeply, deeply appreciated, especially if you do enjoy the show. It helps a whole heck of a lot. And if you really like the show, just just tell someone. Force yeah. them to listen to it, please. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Actually, yeah, that's good. Our egos always need inflating, so it's true. definitely My ego that. is... It's, it's taken a beating over the last two weeks. It could use some massaging, just there saying. We go. There we go. Send Kyron, <laughs> send Kyron some love on Twitter. Go and give him some love. It's like, it's like, it's like Christmas, man. It's, it's half. It's yeah, hard. I feel you. I feel uh, you. Yeah. It, but additionally, you can keep up with us on the social medias, like on, where we adjust across... Again, this is across Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, where we adjust dialogue options. Nothing mm-hmm. too fancy. Pretty easy to find. Yep. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX. And I ha- honestly, Joel, I've been taking a page out of your book, and most of my recent things have been, in fact, retweets. Oh! <laughs> but my last, my last proper tweet was... Remake Persona Three, you cowards! <laughs> I did like that one. That was that was a bit of a spite tweet because I uh, Atlas was like, "Hey, uh, Persona Four turned X amount of years." I'm like, "No, Persona Three, do it, do it, please do models. it." I actually want to d- play the dancing it. game. Has all the fancy HD new models, and you, you could do it. I'm just saying, you could do it. You got all the voice actors back for the dancing game. You could do it. Do a remake. Do it. And I want to play it. So it's please. a good game. Please. But yeah, that's really about all I got. Where, yeah. where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I just posted a tweet. I got a new tattoo today. I saw Be- that because I, fuck it. It was a, it was a, it was a roller coaster ride. I remember you posted on Facebook about it yesterday, yeah. And then today, suddenly, you had a new tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what happens when a tattoo parlor opens up a hundred meters away from where you work. Um, and I wasn't even at work today, so I made the trip up there for it, but. Um, yeah, if you want to see my, my new tattoo, uh, I did get one today. It's a, it just says, don't worry. It's on my wrist. And, uh, that's my new mantra in life. Thank nice. you, Frank Turner. So good mantra. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. It's a constant reminder for me. Um, uh, but yeah, that's all I've, I, apart from that, it's just me being super excited and, and jamming the caps lock on about, um, Joker being in Smash Brothers. So good times. Yeah, that's fair. All right, then. Well, I'll let our wonderful theme song take us out, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Options podcast.